And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast! <laughs> Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're doing a special anniversary edition of the show! <laughs> Guys, it's been a year! We have literally been doing this for a year! It doesn't feel like it. And the thing is, it's going to air, like, this episode will air, like, the day it's, I think, our first episode released on, like, the 11th of January, and this comes out the 11th of January. I really can't believe it. I can't either. Every time we turn around, there's something that happens, and I'm like, what? What? Who? How does this person, one, how does this person know who we are? And two, like, yeah. how is this my life? Yeah. 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 It's very it's fun. kind of amazing. Yeah, it's, it's super fun. Yeah. It is amazing. I, mean, I today it's super I was wholesome um, fun. Oh yeah, it's super wholesome. Definitely nothing. Um, I don't know. Maybe like we well, could play these untoward. in church. It would be totally fine. Mm, depending on what church you're talking about. <laughs> the Church of Anton Lavey. <coughs> Fuck you, COVID. <clears throat> Every single time I cough, that's what I say. Fuck you, COVID. Yeah. Fuck you, COVID. F U C O V I D. Um, my rapid test was negative this morning, so seriously, fuck off, COVID. Yeah, right in the kisser. Um, so what do we have planned for this wonderful episode? Okay, so we put a lot of thought into this, like, legitimately, and, um, not that we don't put a lot of thought into every show, but, like, this felt big, right? Like, we were, this is the very first, okay. (laughs) This is the one year anniversary of this like brain baby we had um, that like mm-hmm. came out of COVID. Awkward. Hoo-ha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> COVID hoo-ha. hoo-ha. Gross. Um, but uh, we've, we did put a lot of thought into this. So what we're going to do today um, is we have some, some business at hand to address. We want to hit some highlights from the show. Um, and then uh, we're going to do some best ofs. Yep. So we have a bunch of different categories that we're going to that we're going to hit. Uh, mm-hmm. Favorite hero, favorite heroine, favorite overall book from the podcast, favorite overall book we read this year that we did not do for an episode on the podcast. Um, favorite sexy times, mm-hmm. book that surprised us the most, book that made us cry the hardest, book that made us laugh the hardest. Um, <laughs> besides a potato. <laughs> What book <laughs> from our podcast will you be taking with you to a desert island? Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, oh, no, there's two more. Um, favorite line from a book, which you and I both could not narrow down to one. No. It was impossible. Um, and then yep. the final one is most cockle-burning moment. Yep. And by cockles, we mean our cold, dead hearts. So You know, I heard somebody use cockles. What, who, oh, who was I listening to? That somebody's, oh, sidebar. I'm obsessed. I've become that person who watches YouTube videos now, like watches YouTube YouTubers. I'm like a 16 year old girl now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was just going to ask like when you reverted back to high school, but you know, whatever. Right. And the one guy that I like, so I like this one. I like a couple of these guys who, um, they go to amusement parks and they go to like roadside attractions and stuff like that. So the one guy talked about how like it made it, it, it made him, uh, it warmed his, the cockles of his heart. And I was like, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, I turned into a 17-year-old girl, guys. It's fine. I, I also might it. have a crush on one of them because he's like 47. It's fine. No oh, okay. Worries. I was like, yeah. um, maybe we don't say that on a public platform. <laughs> no, he's 47. It's okay. fine. He's older than me. It's okay. Jesus. But that's his job. And I was like, how is this your job? Anyhow, don't worry about it. Stop. I'm not going to worry about it. It's fine. No. Totally he's fine. He's tattoos than I do, so it's fine. Nice. We, uh, you know what we have not done yet? Gotten our tattoos. tattoos. Yeah, I know. I was actually thinking about that. Um, we should probably do that. Well, maybe we should wait till Omicron. Yeah, can we wait until, like, so the kind of good news about Omicron, because pretty much everyone has had it. Oh, let's call it Om- Omicron. Omicron, like, oh my god. Like AJ. <laughs> what is my dog barking at? What? She didn't like that joke. Barking. She did not like. She can't even hear you. She's like, I have headphones in. What's going on? She's like barking at the busy bone. Oh. Are you okay? Oh my god, she's insane. Okay, so anywho. Uh... Once, like, a ton of people get one of the variants, then there's, like, mm-hmm. a period of time afterward where you kind of have, like, super immunity to it. Um, it that's what they're hoping for, herd immunity, right? For, like, brief herd immunity. It's, yeah, right. <laughs> it won't last forever. Mm, okay, so <laughs> we, uh, like, Ohio should, or at least Northeast Ohio, should kind of have their shit together for, like, a very brief period of time. Yeah. So that might be the time that we want to go get tattoos i'm so excited (laughs) yeah i'm stoked i'm like more stoked than ever because um i in some ways truly feel like i've cheated death so well we both have because like honestly if we had not been vaccinated we probably wouldn't be dead it's fine don't worry guys it's fine because i know people who um, are not vaccinated who got covid and they were sick for a long time yeah and me with having so many core morbidities i would be dead so let's start this thing out. Let's talk about the, these things that we want to talk about, and then we'll get into our best ups. How about that? Because then, because yeah. I think we, should we pop some bubs on our best ups? Yes, we absolutely should. We both pop have... the bubs on the best ups. Ah! You know, alliteration is one of my very favorite literary tools. Um, we each have a bottle of bubs. Um, should we? Do you want to do bright spots? Here are things we should have talked about before oh, let's, the show. Okay, yeah, let's do bright spots, and then I'll do it. I'll do a soggy sex card. <laughs> oh Jesus God! Okay, you're gonna have to explain that when we get there. I will. I will. Okay, I will. Um, Ray. Yes. Tell me something good. <laughs> Did anything good happen to you this week? Friday was a fucking bitch. Um, I <sighs> Ghostbusters Afterlife came out, and I had already had it pre-ordered, so that was exciting. Did you see it? Uh, Did you? I've not watched it yet. Okay. I'm, I'm holding off. I'm holding. Um, I'm hold, holding. I'm holding. Um, uh, I did find another uh, movie that I'm absolutely in love with uh, from 1980 something, 89. It's called Chud Two by the Chud, and um, perfect. If, if, yeah, if you guys are interested, uh, we will be reviewing it on B B three. So yes, nice. I enjoy that. So that is like my. Um, and I took all my Christmas decorations down, so... Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Veronica. Yes, dear. Tell me something good. Okay, so I have two little... Well, no. You know what? Fuck it. They're both big because I cheated death. So, um, <laughs> the first one... I have two little... Two things. Okay, so the first one is that yesterday I returned to CrossFit for the first time post-COVID. Nice. Uh-huh. And much like I felt after childbirth, like... I felt like I would... Hang on. I have a point. I swear. <laughs> the look on your face. I After I 
like literally gave birth to a child, I was like, I feel like a fucking superhero. Like I just grew this kid and then I pushed it out of my body and I am fucking Wonder Woman. Like I just felt so like empowered and Mm -hmm. that was like, you know, before the postpartum depression hit, but like, you know, whatever. There was like a brief time where the hormones surged and it like felt really good. Um, I sort of feel that way post COVID and that like my, I'm really grateful to my body for like holding up and getting me through it. And I went back to the gym and I had, I specifically went back. Like I feel very safe at at this gym that I go to because we all Mm -hmm. have our own boxes that are taped off and like. It, I feel very safe there because we're maintaining yeah. a, a decent distance between all of us and cleaning everything that we touch and it feels very safe. Mm-hmm. So I roll back to the gym. I specifically went when I did because the coach had had COVID a couple months prior. And so mm-hmm. I knew that like if I needed to stop and just lay on the floor, like she wouldn't judge me and it would be fine. And I also knew she'd look out for me because she said that her first couple classes back, she just laid on the floor afterward and cried. And I was like, cool, can't wait. <laughs> so I get there. One, I looked, I didn't even look at what the workout was until like, I don't know, an hour before class or something. Fucking burpee pull-ups. That was the, like, that was what I was rolling back to. And I texted her and I was like, you gotta be shitting me, man. Seriously. So I get there. Um, and I did do, like, I did go lighter than I like would have probably in the past. Um, mm-hmm. And I did scale back in reps a little bit because like fucking burpee pull-ups, man. Like it's just, it's a lot of like get down on the ground and then get up and jump in the air kind of shit. Nope. Nope. And so like with, I mean, you had COVID like that change in like. Um, Walking up the fucking stairs, man. Yeah, I, I know. Like literally the other day I walked up the stairs and I was fucking winded. So I was like, I don't know yeah. how this is going to go. Um, yeah. It went better than I thought it would. I still laid on the floor afterward and cried. And part of it was just like that surge of emotion afterward mm-hmm. of just being like, I did it and I didn't die. And like, I, I, I always say to my kid, you know, we can do hard things. We can. And so like, I'm just super grateful to be able to be healthy enough to be able to go back to the gym. And, like, throw some fucking heavy weight around. It was excellent. Fucking toss a tire around and bullshit. Fuck, what? yes. God, I want to throw Ooh. a tire. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my second thing is that today, after everyone popped a negative rapid test, we had Christmas with my mom and my uncle and my grandpa. Nice. And uh, it was awesome because, like, he's 98 and... You know, it's just, we haven't had Christmas with him in two years. We had Christmas with him in 2019 in, like, the facility that he was in at that time um, when he was, like, very sick. And we weren't even sure, like, how much longer he was going to make it at that time. Like, he just, he wasn't doing well. Um, But he got better. And two years later, we got to have Christmas with him. Last year, we were all, like, we bought him, like, a portal so that we could all, like, a Facebook portal or whatever. Yeah. So that we could all be on video together because you know COVID times but you actually get to see him yeah. we actually got to see him and give him presents and Aww. yeah it was awesome it was really great so that's yeah. it that's my shit I like it I like all of it yeah love it all right shall we um shall we get into like 
the things that the topics we want to hit up before we do, do our first? best ofs. Do you want to do a card first? Yes. Okay, please explain <laughs> okay. why they're soggy. So can I okay, well, okay, all right. Why they have so soggy this, bottoms. Can I <laughs> Timothy Bottoms has a soggy bottom. Soggy bottom boys. Um so I this is the text I sent you earlier and I still laugh. I actually just pulled up one. It was that one I sent you yesterday that was like uh, a family for the Titanic survivor. That made me laugh. Um <laughs> Um, let's see. Okay. It said, um, also the year of sex cards got wet. I know how ironic that sounds. (laughs) So I, um, I don't know how on my desk downstairs in the basement, um, in my office, my basement office, uh, they got wet, but I looked over and I was like cleaning the desk off because I was putting all the lights and stuff away. And I look over, I'm like, oh no, I did that like, like slow motion, like, Yep. And I was like, too late. I mean, they're fucking wet. They're they're wetter than me watching <laughs> The Witcher. Okay. <laughs> Lucifer. There um, you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and um, so I pulled them out. <laughs> I pulled them uh-huh. out. And um, they're they're like some of them are the I I, I will, I'm gonna I'm gonna bury bury the ones that I can definitely tell that are kind of damaged. Even though I'm like, well, that one's damaged. Um, but um, they're still they're still uh. Readable. So. You're gonna bury um, them in the backyard in a time capsule. I, I might. I might do that. I might. Um, For future neighbors <laughs> to find. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know when what you I'll sell your house, I'll... they're gonna like decide to you know build a deck or something, and they're gonna be like renovating. You know, I could be a total asshole and sneak up to the like the, the elementary school, and next time they do a time capsule and put them in there. Oh my god! Maybe at least do a high school. Don't do it at the elementary school. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I don't care. I will. I will be dead. So I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm pulling out a card. Okay. This card. Wow. It's a five out of five. Oh. Oh. Oh, Come on. This one's not okay. This I've literally is on literally every porno. It's called bouncing lady. Technique. The woman either squats or kneels on top of her lover and controls the angle of entry for his penis into her vagina. She bounces and adjusts the angle of her movements to best satisfy her needs. I mean, literally, I mean, scroll I, on top. Like, I yeah, mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's all. Five out of five. So I it has to be I mean, hotness, right? Or is that difficult? We still don't know. No. I mean, because she's just, she's fucking, she's writing him. I mean, right. that's what this is. Which so, is um, in, guess like, what? I just literally read a book last night. Most novels. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean uh, I'll just tell you, uh, it was um, Her Dearest Enemy. There you go. There uh, you go. There, there, was, there was some of that in there. Done. Wow, that was boring. All right. Well, that was anticlimactic. Um, Sing. Here, let me just, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to pick another one just because that one sucked. Okay. Um... I'm gonna pick a different one. Um. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh. All right. <clears throat> Again, something that's not a porno. Like, okay, I need. I I might need help. Um, sideways. Str- <laughs> sideways straddle. This was only like two and a, two out of five. I was like, this is literally like a little more difficult. It's. It's definitely in porn. I mean, this is like one of the major, you know, like on a like a scene in a porn. There's like different positions. This is one of the positions. They kind of just hit them to. all. 
Yeah. They hit them all. An experimental position, not experimental, that is meant to warm the woman up for deeper penetration later on. Oh, wait, hold on. I didn't do it. Oh, shit. An experimental position that is meant <laughs> to warm the woman for deeper penetration later on. She is be- He is behind her, and she scissors his legs between his. He inserts his penis, and the couple grind together. I'm trying to do, like, Richard Attenborough. <laughs> so that is that. It is literally, like, something oh, okay. you see on any he uh-huh. just he's pulled her leg up and he's yeah. f- fucking between her legs right. i mean i i, I don't know I mean, I don't, spot. yeah i don't know it's an angle of the dangle man i don't know i i don't know a, a book off the top of my head i don't know i mean like where he pulls her leg up i mean it kind of it happens a lot i mean yeah i mean I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, I don't. I mean, that they're specifically saying, like, right. he pulls her leg up. I know I, I read one recently where somebody, with mm. the, the guy said. Doesn't that happen in Rhodes? Or does he, like, he pushes her butt up? Something like, same, like, reasoning. Yeah, he just puts a pillow under her her back. That's all he does. I don't know if there's a, like, I don't. But it's honestly, like, if you're putting, it's just, if if he were in the book were to say that he was putting both the legs over his shoulders, it's the same thing. Same deal, yeah. Just not putting one, it's only putting one up. Right. So, I mean, it could be a number of them. Okay, you know what's on my mind, Lingus? There we go. Oh, hell yes. (laughs) God damn. Um... Yeah, this might just be like uh, Ray recounts sex or recounts, recounts porn. That's my what this ends up being at some okay. point. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so that's uh, year of sex card. Love it. Um, all right. So should we pop some bubs? Oh no, no, we're not. No, we're doing our things to talk about first, and then we're gonna pop bubs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's wait. Let's, re- let's recap some of our info that we want to talk about here. Yeah. So. Um, one of the things, especially at the beginning, that we were super obsessed with was, like, we were shocked by um, people in different countries and on different continents mm-hmm. that were listening to our mm-hmm. podcast. So I went through um, at the end of last week and, like, counted out all of the countries and <laughs> all of the states and still holding out for that seventh continent. Um, but we reached 48 countries on six continents Still holding out for Antarctica, if you know anybody. Seriously. I mean, the thing. I specifically. Like the thing and, like, romance novels. Come I on. I specifically followed some TikTok accounts that are in Antarctica just yeah. to be like, hey, please. Yeah, there's got to be somebody who likes five minutes of our podcast so that we can, yeah. like, collect them all. Come on. Um, in the United States, we have reached 40 states, including D.C. So if you want to get ridiculously technical, it's 39 plus. One. Do we know which ones we're missing? Um, pretty sure like Alaska. Um, hmm, it's hard to let. It's hard to make that determination. You know what I mean? Like because without... sometimes they're not in. It, they're not in alpha because oh. it's by like. Oh it, yeah, no, it's by like percentages, so they're not in alphabetical yeah. order. Um, yeah. so it's more difficult to tell maybe that way. Yeah. Um. None that like jump out at me. Like Utah joined the list this week. Um, wow, I know uh, Montana. 
are you not on this list? I know someone in Montana. I can just be like, hey, listen to my fucking podcast. Um, yeah. That's not, yeah, Montana's not on the list. Um, what about D- the Dakotas? The stuff in the middle that everyone loses. I don't see Dakotas on here, either of them. So there's three. Hmm. Maybe we should read some more, like, you know, in like the Cowboy of Rancher. Yeah, maybe. um yeah Uh, so i mean who is it kennedy fox has like a ton of they have an entire line of um cowboy i read one of them it was okay it wasn't like my favorite from them but they have an entire line they're not bad yeah i think it was catching the cowboy or something is the one and they they, i think they're in montana i could be wrong i don't know um also, so the next thing that we wanted to shout out to was all of our followers on social media. Because, again, Yay! we did not uh, anticipate having many, if any. Um, but somehow yeah, right? we have reached 1,500 followers on, uh, more than 1,500 followers on um, TikTok. And uh, we've got a respectable amount on uh, Instagram, Twitter. And it's so it's just it's just nice. Okay. Um I and love the, the engagement. Are, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I just said that. Go ahead. No, I was, that's where I was going next. Go ahead. It's like it, the, the people we've met have been just kind and nice and amazing and just uh, willing to, um, to, to um, interact with us. And that's, that's pretty great. Amazing. I mean, I don't know how many times we've interacted with Penny. Oh, that's, that's later on. But we honestly, how many times we've interacted with Penny Reed via Twitter has, uh, I, I love it. her. She's also interacted with us on TikTok a little bit. When I posted um, the TikTok of me reading um, Friends Without Benefits uh, because, like, excessive reading is a trauma response, mm-hmm. um, she was like, I mean, I approve. And I was like, <laughs> well, thank God, because I spent a lot of time disassociating in your books, Penny. Like, <laughs> a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. lot. Um <laughs> But uh, she's going to come up a lot tonight, guys. She is going to come up a lot. uh, A lot. Yes. Um, We've had far more. I was shocked the first time anyone like authors began reaching out to us asking if we wanted to review their books, like their ARCs. And I was floored, floored. Yeah. Adulting was our first one. Adulting. Um, so I would say let's let's say thank you to Liz Liz Talley mm-hmm. and um, Lucy Monroe, uh-huh. um, Emma Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. Um, Therese Bahari. Uh, Tracy Brogan. Yes, Tracy Brogan. <clears throat> yeah. God. Um, oh, and Tracy Bannister. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and Gray Rivers. Gray Rivers has. And River, yeah. Yep. She gave us um, one that we reviewed on the podcast, but I have. Um, reviewed mm-hmm. both of like that so that was book two in that series and then i have reviewed books three and four as arcs not on the show but like separately and let's do a special shout out to cherry because cherry has done yeah. so, given us so much um becca mack uh el coslo mm-hmm. um who's the other one um uh, i should have looked this up beforehand um that we've done um um Nicholas Brown. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to look really quick. So keep talking. I'm going to go look on the website because I know I'm missing somebody and I don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of others also that um, that we found through, like, TikTok. Like, we found Emily McIntyre through TikTok. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I've read four of her six novels at this point. Um, I went mm-hmm. through that entire, one of them was on the podcast, Beneath the Stands. Mm-hmm. Um, I also found Shel Sloan there. Um, oh, and Cherry brought us uh, Gianna Sibal, uh, I think is how you pronounced her name, um, the Blueberry mm-hmm. Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma Jackson reached out to us. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, she had listened to the podcast, that e. poor Lewis. woman. You have E.L. Coslow and E.L. Lewis. Oh, right, e. yes. Lewis mm-hmm. is delightful. I've done two of her books. Yes. <clears throat> um, it's just, it's been like, oh, actually, Stacey Agdern reached out to us via Twitter. Or That's right. I That's forget right. how, like. Stacey Agdern, oh, my gosh. She's so sweet. She's the sweetest person. She's so I mean, like, sweet. And all the authors that we work like Lucy is another one who's just mm-hmm. freaking one, adorable. She's but, like, like one of the sweetest season, people yeah. on this planet. She is. I mean, yeah. thank you so much. Uh, Marcella Bell, uh, she didn't, she was a, uh, an arc for me, but mm-hmm. I, the interaction I had with her was wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, Ella Sparkles, and the Ella Sparkle was another cherry. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's delightful, too. Who um, was it? Was it... Um... Becca Mack's husband who reached out to us to be oh like... Oh my god, Becca Mack, your husband is just the sweetest person on the He planet. literally emailed and was like, thank you so much for reviewing my wife's book. Like, it really just meant a lot to <laughs> It was so yeah. fucking sweet. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, Becca, I loved your fucking book. I, we can't wait for your next book, and we are, we're going to have Becca on in the new year, so we're yes. very excited about mm-hmm. it. So. We're super yeah. stoked. We're so lucky, and just... We are very lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have another one. Actually, our second book of this month is another ARC called Meet Me in the Margins from Melissa Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, like, I I never would have thought that I'd be media on... on um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm considered media mm-hmm. on... On uh, NetGalley. On NetGalley, mm-hmm. which blows my mind. Um, Welcome. And, and FYI, I think I mentioned in last um, uh, the last podcast, but I ended up reading her first book was S.L. Prater. I really liked oh, her Oh, right. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I ended up reading another one um, uh, that this past week. Um, there was like, uh, it's free and each one of after that. It's, it's very close to S.L. Uh, Prater. Um, shoot. Um, keep talking and I'll look it up and I'll tell you what it is. Because it, it was very good. I enjoyed it. Like she was, it was very well done. Um, the other um, thing that we wanted to say to the authors who um, gave us ARCs was just that I I felt like a level of trust mm-hmm. in being able to do that because I, I cannot imagine how like just nerve-wracking that is to you know you've had alpha readers beta readers you've had an you've had it edited but then like you're sending this out to more people than have ever read your book and you're really relying on them to follow through to write their reviews to get the word out because you're more likely to sell books if people see a lot of positive reviews if you have the book out and there's four freaking reviews on it and you you have three stars like three stars is considered a negative review in amazon's eyes so, yeah. you know, it's just like you're really hoping that they like the book and then spend the time to write a review or at the, at the very least write something positive, even if it's just a few lines and and put it up on Amazon and Goodreads and all that stuff. Because it's so important. That week of the launch is so important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we've always tried to like time ours with like either the week of the launch or the week before the launch and 
That's what makes me a little upset with NetGalley, because, like, right now, I think my percentage is, like, 60% on NetGalley. Like, we'd like you to be 80, and I'm like, yeah, but I, I time my reviews for release of... I don't want to get lost in right. the ether of things. Like, yeah. I'd like to be right around the time that it goes out. I mean, I know that four four or five stars still not good. I mean, like, I would like to be able to say on our podcast, this is, you know, that mm-hmm. I'm, you know, recommending this book. The other one I was um, Colleen Cowley's Subversive. Oh. And um, <clears throat> it's very interesting. It's real. Uh, it's not maybe next week or when, when we talk about next, I'll, I'll recommend it. But it's, it's very good. It's interesting. It's like 2013, but everyone is living in like sort of like a world that's 1910. Oh. And um, <clears throat> it deals with magic, and um, but the only ones who can who can uh, practice magic are wizards or men. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, but the whole series is about how women actually are stronger magically than men are. Fuck yeah! Um, <clears throat> what? Yeah, it's very good. Who wrote four play on words? Uh, that was um, El uh, Coslo. Oh yes, you're right. Okay, good. I was just looking yep. for that because I had like remembered reading it. And that then was I just a hot kinda... book. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah, it, it really was. What I really liked about that book was the research, the research that was done with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very much like even down to the care of the actual implements itself, like of yeah. the sex toys like the and like cleaning how you take of the care sex of... toys. Yes, and, yeah. and like mm-hmm. and aftercare and everything like that. It's yep. like, you don't. I mean, we've read enough. That's not. Yep. Like that, that. Mm-hmm. yep. Completely yep. disregards anything that maybe should be regarded. And, and I want to do a special shout out to Nicholas Brown because oh, God. I did not include it in my, and I, I feel bad because now I think about it, I did not include it in the because I I didn't do on um a book outside of the podcast that made me cry so much. But oh right, uh, another life by Nicholas Brown. If he's a young guy. I mean, I don't know how old he is. I think he's 25 or something like that. And he's yeah, just he's young. sweet. Mm-hmm. He's young. And it's a short story. And it is beautiful. It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. And um, you can get it from Cherry. Um, you can search him out. Um, but it's about... it's, it's He's on Twitter, mail. too. He's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to say, just, I love you, Nicholas. I mean, I told you a number of times, so you know that, you know, you know, you, you know, you know, you know, you've got a fan with me, but I think your writing is fantastic and continue writing. So word, 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 oh, man. Um, <clears throat> uh, we've had two authors actually on the podcast, Gianna Seabal and mm-hmm. Emma Jackson. Yes. Um, oh, Emma. God, we love- Emma is just like, amazing um and it's just it was great both times we learned a lot from both of those experiences um that helped us move forward and i think do a better job at at some things Mm -hmm. um we got to have three different guests we had lee on twice that lucky Mm -hmm. bastard um (laughs) we're lucky really uh sunny came on and ween came on and that was awesome Mm -hmm. um uh, and then the next one that we have on our list is what books we're looking forward to this year. Do you have anything in particular that you're looking forward to? Well, I think we both are looking to, toward to Husband and Cheryl. Holy shit. I'm so excited about it. I already pre-ordered it. That was actually my Christmas gift to Lee. But, like, you can't... I, dear Amazon, fix this shit. You can't <laughs> pre-order a Kindle book for someone else. You can't do a pre-order oh, Kindle, Kindle book as a gift. Oh. So, like, I pre-ordered it. 
and then I just have like a notification on my calendar, like buy for Lee on this day because like it comes out like August second, I think. Can I tell you what I got him for Christmas? Yes, <laughs> because it's, it's very funny. So I got him that loving book where it's the um, the oh, history yeah. of men, men and, and men, uh-huh. and um, and it came and I was like came to my house. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because like, I completely forgot that oh, I, it right. came like yes. a month later after I ordered it. And I was like, ah. And so I, I mailed it to him. Because both of you have presents that are like so awkward to mail. And so I put a note in his that says, I don't know if you have this. But if you do already, you now have something that could kill a puma. I gave you a weapon. Because <laughs> it's fucking heavy. And I would buy it myself for my own. But... Um, uh, my dog will eat it. Oh yeah, of course. Such as poor Amy Pence's book that I purchased. Jeez, mine, mine. Amy, I bought your book. Yeah, mine arrived, but I'm gonna do an unboxing for. I'm gonna do a TikTok. So yeah, I, I would have loved to. Bucky already did my unboxing what an and, and eaten it. I mean, I came in. <clears throat> it was a bad night. Thursday night was a yeah. That was not a good night, night for you. No, because my my poor father had to pick me up from Target where my car stalled, and I walk in and I'm like. I just lost it. I was like, get the fuck away from me. I was bad. Because I, I, this is the fifth time I had cleaned my house and swept up shit he had destroyed. Anyhow. Um, Aren't you so glad you got a second dog? I'm so fucking glad. That's the only thing that happened this year. You and I both bought, got yeah, dogs. Yeah, you cool. and I both got dogs. And actually in the latter half of the year. like Yep. Very close to one another. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Within yep. like a, in the same quarter, basically. We both got talks. Yeah. But I have to say, the other book I'm looking forward to, supposedly, is the fourth book in Tessa Dare's. Um, uh, uh, I, I don't know what they're supposed to, with that, with um, Minerva. Oh and my God, that, those are so the Spindle Cove good. series. Spindle Cove series. Yeah, is there another to be one? A fourth one? There's supposed I think to there be. are four. Supposedly, is there going to be a fifth 23. one? Supposedly, it says 2023, but I think I get moved. I think it, it's now 2022, supposedly. Oops. I'm going to go look right now. I was just, like, lying. I thought I was typing into a tab, but I was not. Because I think there are four. Um, There, there is, so there's. Four book series. So will there be a fifth one? There is. Oh, God, A Week to Be uh, Wicked is so good. Um. Because there's so. Oh, I don't think I've oh, read you know any what? Duchess will I'm do. Thinking the, I'm thinking that's what I'm, I'm thinking of. Is uh, no, no, I read this one right. Wait, I'm okay. I'm the I'm the wrong series. I'm on the um, the other series with um, maybe I'm maybe I'm making this up. No, I'm not. I know I'm not making this up. She has more than these five books. Hold on. Because I, I was a Tessa Dare year. I went through fucking Tessa Dare, like, nuts this yeah. year. Um, Do you mean, like, the Wallflower series? Could be. Just the Duchess... Like... Girl Meets Duke. Those are the series. That's the series I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. Because you have the Duchess deal with the guy with the scars. And oh, the governess yes. game. The Wallflower Wager. Mm-hmm. And the Bride Bet is the one we're all fucking waiting for. It says 2024, but I don't okay. believe it's going to take that long. I, I okay. doubt Whoa. it. Winifred, you're okay, baby. It's okay. Um, Nothing's wrong. Promise. Did you have a bad dream? You're okay. <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah. 
wow. Somebody's having some issues. Somebody but it's upset. like the last time somebody posted was 2020. And they're hmm. like, wait, 2021? Wait, 2024? So I have a feeling that she's... It will probably come out next year. I have a feeling. I mean, it's Tessa Dare. Who knows? Yeah. Who but knows? it's the last of the four in that group. Okay. Okay. So it's the four friends. Like one is, I think, Penelope, who is like obsessed with animals. She's the, yeah, the animals one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because that's a spinoff of the, oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, They're yeah. all in the same world. Yes. I'm thinking of the Duchess deal. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am excited for, I think we're going to get the conclusion of the conviction series from Greer Rivers. Mm-hmm. So atoning conviction is the next one. She released like the title of the book. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be Phoenix's. Well, I know it'll be Phoenix's book. Um, and then I assume Hawk will be last. And I am fucking excited. Yeah, so two, and I assume they'll both come out this year because she's been on like a pretty, all four of those books were published like within a year. Mm. So, or very close to that time frame. So I'm pretty excited to see the conclusion of that. Although I am sad already that it will be over. Um, I think Mariana Zapata is coming out with another one this year. I thought I saw. What else she got to do besides write giant tomes? I mean, you know. Hey, man. And play with her adorable dog. Yeah, she has. Does she have two dogs? I think just the big, one big one. Okay. Uh, I thought I saw that there was another one coming out. Now she's been on like a pretty hefty writing schedule. I know she's writing one. I just assume it's mm. going to come out this year. Um, because her last one was April, and then like before that, that was all roads lead here. Before that, she had published. I thought she did one in December, but maybe she didn't. I thought Hands Down came out in December, but I guess it came out before that. Um, but, like, one a year is not, like, un- unheard of well, for her. So, well, honestly, most authors, it should be one a year. It should be, like, one every two years. If you're, like, really thinking about it, like, it's... And going back if, to if it's your full-time job, year, especially. Well, like, also, well, not even that. It's, like, what we learned this year is... It, it, from that one, uh, what was it called? Um, not Dirty Books. What was it called? Naughty Books. Naughty Books. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, we we have done this to these authors. Yeah. We as consumers have done this. Mm-hmm. Like, like think about, <laughs> I think about the, um, you sent me the trailer for that new Sandra Bullock movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I totally want to see that. I fucking, yes. I mean, it has, I mean, it has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Uh-huh. And. Um, but it reminds me of Romancing the Stone. or um, Sorry, no, uh, what's the first one? Um, oh, shoot. Because Romancing the Stone is the second one. Um, oh, my God. Um, but, like, she's a romance She's novel. a romance novelist, and she's, like, she a writer's um, block? Yeah. I forget. It, but the the no, movie her, looks hysterical. Um, okay, so I'm looking to see if this. I know that there's... Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas. What was the first one they did together? They've done like 400 movies together. What was the, what am I thinking of? Um, Romancing, Romancing the Stone. That's what I said, right? Yeah, that's what you said. What's the second one? I don't know. Uh, I Jewel of the Nile is the second oh. one. Jewel of oh, the Nile right. is the second okay. one. <clears throat> yeah. So Romancing the Stone is, she plays a romance novelist whose sister gets kidnapped and she has to go over to like oh. you know, South America and find her. Got and it. because she's got this map, it's very much as like it hearkened to that movie. I was like, yeah. it had notes of that. Yeah, and I was like, I and I love romancing the stone. I actually do love Jewel of the Nile. It's fine. Um, and so I was, I'm a hundred percent in. I've I've sold. 
10 out of 10. Time sealed delivered. Mm-hmm. Delivered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> okay. Good time. But, but like, like I said, that we've done this to them. Like, I mean, yeah. like the whole thing with... Um, Just want to demand. Care- yeah, her character and like in Rising the Stone, she had been working on this book for two years before she, Joan Wilder, that's what her name was. She'd been working on this book for two years, and that's the whole point of the of the book or the movie is like she like at some points can you know she's still in her head writing this novel and and living this big adventure. But yeah, we've we've been like yeah, we need a book every three months. There, Tessa Dare. Yeah, I mean, yes, I know. Like I after I read. Um the third book in the conviction series, I was like, I have to fucking wait three more months because like the, there's so many new things that crop up at the end of that Mm -hmm. book. I mean, like the last quarter Mm -hmm. of that book left me fucking shook. Like I was just like, how are you doing this to me? And then there's like very little in book four to like clue into that shit. Mm -hmm. But it'll, it'll get resolved in book five. I'm sure of it. Well, I wonder if we're, well, besides the fact that our society is very much like, we need it right this minute. Yeah. The second point point of it is, excuse me, we're so used to being like, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm just going to go on fan fiction and figure it out. Like, figure, which is fine. I think, honestly, that's a nice uh, artistic way of, you know, like, until the, the, you, the actual, the, you know, canonized um, story comes out Mm -hmm. or or plot line, that you have a way to, like, kind of get that you know learn more kind of uh, get more immersive in the world or also just learn about seeing <coughs> the other authors that are in the same vein as mm-hmm. to what you were enjoying i don't know right um like, also there is new penny reed coming out um 10 she's got like six books or something. she's got That's like crazy. she's got a lot coming out i think um she has 10 trends to seduce your best friend that comes out march 15th um the New Greer Rivers comes out March 22nd. Um, Penny Reed also has Folk Around and Find Out, which mm. is the next one after Folking Around. Um, or Folk, wait, wait, no. It was totally Folk. Uh, totally totally Folk. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super excited for those in particular mm-hmm. um, because I liked Totally Folk. And mm. uh, the excerpt from 10 Trends from... 10 trends to seduce your best friend looked good. Yeah. It was in her newsletter. I'm not exactly understanding what was happening there. Me but either, like, but like, it's kind of like an out of context <coughs> drop, if you will. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, we should say. Oh, we it's should. It's not just our anniversary. It's also Knowledge they're Fights never, anniversary. Yeah, they're never going to hear this, but, you know, we've stolen so much from them. We should probably we stole, say happy anniversary to them. We always stole was, a, like, at the very beginning, bright spot. It's true. I it's mean, true, that's all. We, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. A moment of um, levity. Um, yeah. Penny Reed also has like... thick neck. What? Of a freakishly... Oh, I have a freakishly <laughs> large neck or whatever it is. Um, Three Kings is another series yeah. from Penny Reed. So the first well, Homecoming one... Homecoming King is out now. Yeah, Homecoming King came out on the 14th of December. But she, I, it's going to be like a three book series, I think. She right. had talked about it. So I don't know when those are coming out. But if they do soon it'd probably be later in the year because she has two coming out like kind of in the first like one per quarter or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the stuff i'm excited about yeah yay yay i think you're up (laughs) all right so 
I have two things. Okay. One you're going to love and one you're going to fucking hate. Awesome. So let's do the thing that you're going to love first. Okay. Or do you want it the other way? Do you want it the one you're going to hate first and then like surprise you and make you make you love me again? Let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's do, do the do one that. I that you think I'm going to hate <clears throat> first. Okay, so what has been like one of the through lines for this uh for this show that we've had like if you can say like um oh, so Say, say, like our second episode, and you know, we've brought up this certain thing a number of Smurf times. Smurf porn, fan fiction. Oh, okay, <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, how do we celebrate that? Because I know, I think, I believe in window shopping again, super hammered. So I'm kind of remembering that we talked a little bit about t- Ted Lasso fan fiction. Um, oh, yeah, but mm-hmm. I know we've talked, I know we've talked about fan fiction before, mm-hmm. so. <clears throat> What I've done. Did you write fan <laughs> fiction? I did not write fan fiction. Okay. What I did was I did some searching oh, and some God. things that that you're not going to be like, uh, okay, um, that p- they maybe shouldn't have fan fiction for. Okay. And you're going to have to guess what it is. Oh God. Like okay. what it's they're All either right. t- television shows or movies. And so okay. what I'm going to give you, um, for the first one I'm going to give you, um. A censored title, um, because if I give you the whole name, it's going to give away okay. what show it's from. I'm going to be terrible at this game. I can't wait. It's going to be awful. And then I'm going to read an excerpt. Oh, one of, probably okay. the one of the worst. So what I did to get to get these was to search for, you know, I went on to um, uh, Archive of Our Own. Nice. And I was looking for the things that I was like, there cannot be. Oh, there is fan fiction. Well, we oh, didn't there think there would a... be Smurf porn. And there oh, it gets was. Worse. Oh, God. oh, it gets worse. And then I was like, there can't be explicit, can there? Oh, there can oh, be. Oh, Christ. Okay. Well, it's going to be oh, a journey explicit. we're on together. Okay. It's going to be a journey we're all on. Okay. So this first one okay. is called Blank's Cocky Rampage by Adventura Requiem. I'm just going to read you the disclaimer. This is the only one I'm going to read the disclaimer on because it made me laugh so fucking hard. I'm, I'm going to turn pink by the end of this because it's... Whew, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mom, turn off the Conta- podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Both Veronica and Ray's mom, this is where you turn need to off. stop. Turn it off. You can yep. come come back later. Yep. Contains gratuitous amounts of cock for. I don't know what that what means. What does that mean? I don't know. Like folklore, As, but with dicks? I don't know. Okay. It's vor. V-O-R-E. Oh, okay. Weird. Cock for. Oh, what does that I don't mean? Know. You can look it up while I'm doing this. Okay. Um, That's a good as idea. well as as well as cum digestion, energy draining, fatal vor, oh God. and vacuum penis stuff. You have been warned. Vacuum penis stuff. Right. We're not gonna get into the vacuum penis stuff. Oh, okay, thank God. Um I'm <laughs> I'm opening an incognito window. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. So just for you guys to know, like, if you've been following us, you know that I read on the second episode of this podcast, I read Smurf porn and um, it was, I thought it was funny, but we, when we really, we re-released it, we removed the Smurf porn, but maybe we shouldn't, maybe we should have left it back. I don't know, whatever. Did you find it? I'm very confused. Um, okay. Well, I think there's a porn star named Cockvore. Um, oh, shoot. Um, I'm looking to, um, I clicked, there's probably, 
I clicked the wrong button. Yeah. Yes, oh, I am over 18. Wow, there's a lot of things. That you oh, my God. Wrong. Oh, these are all things okay. I've ever seen. Oh, oh, okay. So the whole thing is vor. Vor is the, vor is the thing you need to look up. What does vor mean? What is vor? In in names of members of groups supporting... Okay, no. Vor is vorophilia, a fetish in which one fantasizes about being eaten alive or eaten another creature alive. Okay, I wondered about that because of the word carnivore. Right. Okay. So, cockvore is a type of vor in which a character with a penis absorbs, sucks, or forces another character or living through through their urethra. Oh my okay, so fucking god. Okay, so luckily, oh. luckily, thanks sweet Jesus, I didn't, I didn't get that far in this one. Oh mm-hmm. my so god. So, let me start this let me start this little excerpt, and then you can tell me who you, th- what show you think this is from. Oh my god, there is so much like cartoon okay. graphic. Don't just. Well, this is a cartoon. I'm going to give you a little hit. This is a cartoon. I hope so. Okay, hold on. Let oh me just start. Ready? Do you want me to read it in a different like accent or anything? No, just read it. Okay. Oh the Aardvark smiled. <laughs> the Aardvark smiled and shrugged as he took his casual stance, hiking his top up. Just a bit as he rested his hands on his hips, that monstrous cock of his still faintly swinging from side to side (laughs) with the momentum it had gained. Not much of a point in wearing them if I can't close the zipper, Fern, he snickered, giving his groin a brief flex to make his length suddenly jump and bob about, coming to rest atop his hefty sack yet again with a few progressively smaller bounces. I came here to see you. Won't you strip down and join me? He said with a slight tilt of his head, keeping that coy little smirk. Do you know what show this is from? I was, okay, so I was just going to say, is this a show? This is a show. This is a cartoon for children. No. Yup. The, 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 um, the, uh, hint was this aardvark, the aardvark smiled. Is it Wildcrats? No. Okay. I think older. <laughs> Jesus older. Christ. I think it's still on. But whoa, I I was it was I was too old for it. Ardvark. His name starts with an A. Archer. Arthur. Oh, Arthur! Right, Archer is the naughty yep. one. Arthur. Okay, got it. Oh my god. Yep. Okay. Wow. Sweet yep. Jesus, <laughs> people. Okay. I don't like to people. judge. I really try to not judge. No. But like, holy not, nope. fuck. This one's not as dirty. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm not fucking you on a pile of filth, she said. Oh, sorry. The name of the, the, the piece is Postmortem by Kuryu Rushi. I'm not fucking you on a pile of filth, she said. It'll just have to wait until my parents buy us a bed. His eyes shone through with triumph. Us? He said with fervor. And then, hey, what the hell's, going, what the hell's wrong with the little filth? She sniffed pointedly at his, sniff, his shirt collar. There's enough grave dirt under your fingernails alone to cover us for that. Plus, I thought you'd like getting clean sheets clean sheets dirty, making your mark. He grinned, showing a row of crooked teeth, crooked stained teeth. He chuckled low and deep in his belly, clasping her shoulders. One of his ragged fingernails caught her momentarily on her shirt. Get white ones, he said, his eyes on her lips. Want to see every face you make, how you'll writhe in horror under me. Gee, how appealing... Lydia replied deadpan but to be honest she was glad he wasn't holding any delusions about effect on his personal hygiene on her ah uh, you gotta get used to it we're all falling apart we're all non-corporeal corpses he spread his arms wide as if to encompass the entire world of the waking dead <clears throat> or the walking dead 
impossible. I'm sure some of the dead can't operate a tap if they lived in houses where taps hadn't rusted over completely, she thought, with a glance at the kitchen sink. So you like to tap this, is that what you're saying? Not in the way you like, she replied. He smiled and leaned in to whisper in her ear. That's not what you were saying five minutes ago. <clears throat> what was the title again? Postmortem. Okay, so is it True Blood? No. Beetlejuice. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Lydia. Okay. When okay. you said Lydia, so I was like, this cannot be The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> I don't even know The Handmaid's Tale. So I've not so, I have not watched it because I can't. It's too close to real life. Okay. But like. Well, that and like the book is like, it's fucking depressing. I'm sorry. I just guys. can't. Yeah. Like just, this yeah. is. I, no. 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 All right. So this one is real bad this one's like it's worse than aardvark it's not bad it's no 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 i mean it's not bad but it's like i'm gonna judge a little bit at the end of this one okay, okay? so the, the the title's called the last of us by duck goddess levi didn't know how much more of this he could take the countless lives same he levi ended f- yeah right <laughs> the countless lives he had ended for what to learn a little bit more about this mystery of a world bullshit this was all bullshit. This world was good for one thing, pain and suffering. And that was all you needed to know about it. The voices screamed louder and louder. He felt like his head was going to explode. Levi, are you all right? A higher pitched voice called to him. Oh, that's right. He still had him. The one he could proudly call his lover. Sorry, it just threw up a little bit. <laughs> he turned around from where he was sitting to glance at him quickly. As soon as I say this, you're going to know exactly what it is. Yes, Elmo, I'm fine. Oh my god, no! No! (laughs) I was just thinking about them. (laughs) Why Sesame Street? (laughs) I don't know! But there were like 35 explicit stories about Sesame Street. Uh, can we just leave the kids' cartoons alone, please? I mean, oh, and I did. I specifically did not get the real dirty stuff. I was Thank like, you. no, we don't. I can't. I love Elmo, and Elmo hates rocks, supposedly. Yeah, and that apparently. Makes me laugh. All right, <clears throat> there's two more. Okay. That's it. Okay, this one's called, and I don't know if you'll get this one. This made me laugh. I don't know if you'll get it. Restitution by Metal Sun. Sarah saw no harm in idly wishing upon it is that it could be it could feel the, the pleasure she didn't like the thing but still it was a nice feeling Bob too now Bob wasn't reacting at all besides pumping thrusting his hips up and staring intently at the T-1000 his face was absolutely devoid of emotion as it usually was and Sarah did not think that he could feel anything at all but the way he covered the T-1000's hands was unnecessary the way he moved one of those hands to ever so lightly wrap around the T-1000's exposed throat was unnecessary. <clears throat> the Terminator? Yes. Did I get it right? <laughs> <laughs> this last one you will get, and because I wrote, I even wrote in my little notes, because I'm not a complete monster. <clears throat> okay. I did change the names because if I, as soon as I t- say the name, you'll get it. Okay. Oh my god. So, <clears throat> despite the threatening sky. Okay, so this is the title. Despite the threatening sky and shuddering earth, they remained. By 
Preximeter or Z Mario, whatever it's whatever. <clears throat> You're gonna get this right away, but that's okay. It's fine. It's it, again. I'm not a monster. Watch me. Have no idea. James Steve says back. His grip on James' face is firm. His fingers pressing strong, warm lines into James' skin, but deeper, straight into the bones of him, the heart of him. Steve's hold on him, immo- immovable and forever. And <sighs> fella gets ideas with a mouth like that. And and let me help, James. Just l- let me just. Can I kiss you? Steve, James says again, gasps at everything of Steve, all caught up in his throat, and he pushes forward closer until the space between them is gone, and he breathes Steve's air and touches his mouth, his lips on Steve's, and it's been way too long, sweetheart, he says once. And is this okay? With fear bubbling in his gut, and Steve breathes in like he's breaking the surface and kisses back. Is that Captain America? Is that Bucky Barnes? It is Captain America, Bucky Barnes! I was like, because I can't be, I can't just make it like horrible. Like this was at least a sweet one that was like, that kind is of very sexy. sweet. So, yeah. <clears throat> so that is my one gift to you I, for our anniversary. I love it so much. <laughs> I was like, I told you, I was like, I hope you don't hate me, hate me. But I was like, I it came to me this morning. I was like, oh my God, wouldn't it be funny if I? Because one, and dear listener, at one point we were playing around with ideas of what we were gonna do, and I was like, wouldn't it be funny if this is how we start each one? Is I would read something, you could try to guess what show. It was right, from. right, right. And so this is kind of like, uh, we'll have to do this once a year. We'll do it once a year. On our it's anniversary fun. show. But, uh, I, it's our anniversary yeah, uh, gift to ourselves. You know what I'm never going to look up again? Cockwork. Well, and then um, I did look up to go further. And when I was copying and pacing and Arthur's dick opens up and it like starts to. Yeah. So that's what that means. It eats his 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 penis eats things. Okay, so the fun thing, the thing that you're going to love, I hope you love that. But if you don't love that, this is what we're going to play. We're going to play a game. Okay. So the, the other fun thing on this, the other game that we're going to play is, um, <clears throat> Veronica, mm-hmm. have you ever seen um, Vampire Strikes Back? No. <laughs> Shit. Veronica, have you ever seen A Muppet Christmas Carol? I've seen parts of it. <laughs> Okay. So this is called... Has Veronica seen? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and this is what I was going to have Ween call. I was going to call Ween and be like, can you just like pick na- pick movies and, and put them... Because then I'm like, because I don't need to know. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to guess whether or not you've seen okay. them. Okay. And then you can tell me if you've seen okay. them. So, <clears throat> but I found a randomizer online. Perfect. So let's just do this. All right. Let's submit the form again. Okay. So the first movie that came up is Before Sunset. No. I don't even know what that is. Okay, it's got Ethan Hawke. Okay, it's it's like a. Okay. (laughs) Next movie is Anatomy of a Murder. Mm, This is a hard one because I'm going to say it's 1959. I'm going to say yes. No. Okay. Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. No. (laughs) I have seen every Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> I saw them in theaters. This one, I know you're. Star Trek Nemesis. Nope. Nope. This one's tough. Some like it hot. Yes. No, I have not. Batman Begins. Yes. Yes, of course. Okay. I actually really like the Christian Bale <laughs> um, arc of of Batman. 
I'm laughing because this one is Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay, hang on. I, I need to look because I have seen some Terminator movies, but I don't know. Terminator. I don't know, like, if it. I need more information. I only saw two. I definitely saw one and two. Um. Yeah, no, I don't think I saw three. I I don't think I saw three. I, I, I have never I, seen three. No, I said one. I know I saw one and two. Mystic River. Yes. I don't think so. Okay. It's a pretty big one. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's not mine. Okay. Good. <laughs> so is the Empire Strikes Back, okay? No. Raising Arizona. Mm, no. I have not. The English Patient. No. No. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. No. Oh, I <laughs> Have I ever seen any movies? I'm, I'm, it's questionable. If you, I know you've seen this. Love Actually. Yes. Yes, of course. Notting Hill. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Poseidon Adventure. No, because I've never fucking seen The Poseidon Adventure. No, of course not. Yeah, I've no, and this is, breaks my heart that you've not seen this one. I know you haven't seen Life of Brian. Correct. I have not seen that. And the last one is The Conversation. No. I don't even know what the fuck that is. The Conversation. 1974? Yeah, it's got Gene Hackman. Yeah, I definitely have not um, seen that. I don't know what the fuck that is. <clears throat> I mean, I could, I could pull about 16 more if you'd like, but uh, that was my... Um... Uh, wow. Veronica's not seen a lot of movies. It's okay. I did watch it's a right. few um, like Christmas Netflix movies during my COVID isolation. Did you watch you watched the one with um what's with her face? Shields. What's her nuts? That, I liked that one yeah. actually a lot. It was cute. Um, and I also watched. I may have liked the one with Rob Lowe better. There was oh with him and what's her face from from Sex and the City. City. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was very yeah. cute. I like that a lot. No, I was I, I had not watched that one, but it's it, worth it. I, mean, I think it's Rob Lowe. Yeah. Also, you get to see like elephants and shit, so it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I seriously said I was going to burn the house down if fucking Carrie Elway didn't have a Scottish accent. Yeah, which he did. But he did. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. And it was it was the best one, but it was okay. It was good. Yeah, I like enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I mean, he looks great. He does. So does Wien she. Says, oh, she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wien says he needs to stop doing his eyes, which I was like, I think his eyes look great. I think he looks great. I think if he was above me with those eyes, I'd be yeah fine with it. That's how you have to think of it. Yeah. All right, so now we can move on to, let's pop some bubs, right? Yeah, shall we take a brief respite? Yes, because I have to use the restroom. There yes. you mm-hmm. go. And then we will come back, we will pop some bubs and uh, mm-hmm. get into our best ofs. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Two and two. And we're back. And we're back. We are. And mm-hmm. uh, you're going to listen to us open champagne. Right? Um, for the record, it's not actual champagne. Mine is Brut. Um, yeah, so mine is sparkling rosé that I bought for a friend who was supposed to come to my kid's uh, birthday party, but then she wasn't feeling well, so she respectfully and thankfully stayed home. Um, she, I don't think she actually had COVID, but, like, she, you know, in the mm-hmm. times of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Really rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. Um, and because COVID is still an asshole... Uh, I still haven't seen her, so. Oh. Sorry, kiddo, but I'm drinking your booze here. Um, 
It's I been in my house. I only stayed for like a half hour and I felt bad. a long time. Hmm? I said I only stayed for a half hour and I felt bad. No, why? Well, I, well, I was only sad that bu- you weren't bringing Bucky. I know. I should have brought him back. You should have, definitely should have. Remember I should have, COVID, I should have like eight I fucking should have left him there. That's what I should have fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Today has been a day. I am very sorry. Cool. All you right. know what will make it better? Let's <laughs> five. What? <laughs> Look at the sea. Is that, is that coming up through there? That's what she said. Uh, yep. Nope. Okay. Um, apparently, when you open uh, champagne. Oh, did I scare the dog? Oh, she does not give a fuck. Um, you are supposed to. It's supposed to sound like the contented sigh of a woman. The fuck? Yeah, apparently so. I mean, we should actually be opening it with a sword when we like, wow. That would be so fucking baller. Ten out of ten, I would chop my hand off. Like, there's no possible way. Can I take a quick aside? I know we were like trying to keep this like pretty low, but so, so Ray at one point did take CCW classes. Uh huh. And because she she lived in the fucking woods, so right, yeah. And I wanted to know. Always good if you're going to own a weapon to know how to use it. So I lived in the fucking woods at one point. And so I took CCW class. I never got my license. I never owned a gun. <clears throat> but my father, and this is the time I was running along the Greenways Trail over in Ashtabula County. Oh, right. <clears throat> and my father was like, you should, because there were, there was a, there were tales <laughs> of um, uh, homeless people that were living on the trail. Mm. Yep. And I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere, so it wouldn't be surprising right. to me. Yeah, and that something happened very similar in Girdle Road. So Someone like, chased my sister-in-law once. Ungirdled. Um, I don't know. It, it's you know where she lives, like yeah. sort of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on well, some trail by her house. That's remember what happened a couple of years ago. There was like the, unfortunately that person that was murdered over there on Girdled, who no. was walking the trail. Yeah, um, it was. No. I we'll get it. I'll tell you off here. Um, okay. Anyhow, um, so my father was Got like, "You should dark take up in here." Yeah, she, he's like, you should take a gun on there uh, with you. I said, I said, father, ten out of ten. <laughs> I said, not a good what's going to happen is I'm going to shoot my ass off. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and so I'm going to be running, and the gun's going to go off, and I'm going to shoot myself. I said, yep. so yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I, I feel no. like pepper spray instead, maybe. Yeah, might maybe. Be a good idea. Might yeah, be a good idea. Anywho, <clears throat> yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, Ray. I am I not. But of the three of us, so again, living in the woods, and I said, you know, I'm I'm watching their house where they're away, and mm-hmm. I said, what I'd like you to teach me how to use is a shotgun. I said because hmm. for one, zombie apocalypse, and two, sure. just living out in the woods by myself. As you do, zombie I've apocalypse. Sh- shot a shotgun a couple of times. I'm very bad. I'm very bad at regular handguns. So if there is something happening and you need protection, I am not the person that you need in the situation. Fair. Anywho, let's go to our anniversary show and our best ofs. Oh, my God. Okay. It was really difficult to make choices here. I know, because I want, I mean, like, our our favorite hero. I mean, we might as well just been, like, all of them. Yeah. I basically created a reverse harem. Because I was like, I cannot choose. You did. And and it's fine. Okay, so once you go first. Okay. Um, my stuff is first on our list only because, like, I was, I guess, the first person who started writing yeah. things down. I don't know. It's yeah. just, like, I just did it. Sorry. Um, I 
could not. Like, I literally wrote four names in quick succession and then wrote in all caps, how am I supposed to choose? This is now my reverse harem. So here's who is in my reverse harem now. Uh, Jason Larson from the Happy Ever After playlist, i.e. Jackson Waters. Uh, Rowan, for the life of me, I could not find oh. his last name. I was looking for it. Rowan. From Sleepless in Sicily. Fucking Rowan! <laughs> Seriously, Rowan. Tom is he the perfect Ellis. man? Very yes. possibly. Tom I Ellis. mean, yes. uh, although Jason Larson gives Rowan a, mo- a run for his money, he also is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, freaking Nico. My my mother says freaking Nico. Yeah, it's hysterical. Never not. I mean, love it. Fucking love Nico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joshua Templeman. Yep. Because, you know, Joshua Templeman. Yeah. Oh, I love your non-podcast. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. I know. I yeah. know. Okay. So then uh, Ray was like, I have some non-podcast ones, too. So then I had to do those because mm-hmm. then, you know, you had. So I picked two non-podcast ones. So I guess we'll just be in a throuple. Um, so <clears throat> I've I've recommended, I think you had recommended at least one of the Christian Higgins. Yeah, think. the opposite of you. So then mm-hmm. I read all of them. Yeah. And the last one, there's four in that series. Kristen Higginson, is that her name? The uh, Rachel Higginson. Rachel Kristen Higgins. Right. Kristen yeah. Higgins right. and Rachel Higginson. Yeah. So Rachel Higginson. Mm-hmm. So she um, she has four in a series. It's like the mm-hmm. opposite series, I think, or opposite yep. track series. Right. Um, the fourth one is um, the sister. Yeah, I didn't care for the third. And that's just my own opinion. The third but... one was not my favorite. The, I don't know. The fourth one. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to choose. You loved the second one. You loved Ezra's book. I mean, I loved the first one. The first one was fantastic. The first one is first great. first one's so good. The second one, I loved Ezra because there's it's it's enemies to lovers. Well, so is they're the first all, one. They're all enemies to lovers. I mean, because they're all, like, opposites, so. Yeah, but, like, there's, like, te- I don't know. There's, like, there's tension, and he takes care of her, and... Like, from the get-go. Yeah. Like, it's... Oh, two is just... Oh. But, yeah. Oh, my... This, oh, my... The whole series. I mean, the whole again, series. Three, three is not the greatest, but it's... I think I just didn't love the heroine as much. I don't know. Like, uh, that's the... Yes. Because I liked... Um, I don't know why. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, he's friends with the heroine in I book one. I, I honestly He's the sous liked chef him. in the in the restaurant. Yeah. I would have liked him with, like, literally anybody else. I don't know. I, I don't know why didn't I didn't like her. her. I just didn't really care for her. No. I don't know why. Um, so anyway, the fourth one is the something about her, and it is Ezra's sister is the heroine. Yeah. And the hero is um, the brother of the heroine from book one. What is her yeah. name? Oh, Killian shit. and... You want to look it up? Anyway, so the hero in book four, his name is Van... Delane, which is never not funny to me because every single time that I read that, I was like, Vandalay Industries, Vandalay Industries. <laughs> every <laughs> single time. Um, um, it is. Uh, it's not Vera, is it? Vera. It's Vera, it Vera. and Killen. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So it's Vera's brother, Van. Mm-hmm. Vera's um, awesome. Because I have yeah. a feeling. So have you, have you looked, have you seen Rachel? Have you looked at pictures of Rachel? I have. I think, I think, I think Vera, I think she. Like, resembles? Yes. I think that she created Vera for herself. 
Because okay. when you look at it, I'm like, they look very similar. Big, like, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I... So, the fourth book is hard because... She, a lot. oh my god, there it's just heavy. And the heroine, you had warned me, you were like, the heroine was sexually assaulted, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's rough, it's rough, it's rough. Like, but Van, Van is, is the most patient ever, and, he is just the fucking greatest. And honestly, like, building up to Van's book, you're like, fuck you, Van. yeah, you don't really Van, like Van. No, Van's kind of a dick, and yeah. then you get Van's book, and you're like, no, Van is no, the No, but he's actually best. the... He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Van yeah. is the fucking best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Van Delane from The Something About Her, Rachel Higginson. Oh. 10 out of 10 recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know that that's... I always love to read series in order, but I feel like that's one that you can read out of order and it's not the end of the world. Yeah, because honestly, like... I, I hate to say this. I would go... I'd go one... Two, I, four, three. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, and then the other one that I chose from the non-podcast books was Abram Harris from <laughs> Motion Space Time, which is a, a triplet from, um, or a trio from Penny Reed. But it's part of like a six book series of the Hypothesis series. So there's two trios in it. So the first three are um, about one couple, and then the second three are about a different couple. Mm-hmm. Um they are so good. Like, they are so, so good. But Abram, A, amazing. Because that's what's-her-face's brother. Yes, it is Marie's brother mm-hmm. from Dating-ish, which yeah. is book six in mm-hmm. the um, Knitting in the City series from Penny mm-hmm. Reed. So uh, Abram is... it. Uh, Abram is amazing. I have a soft spot for musicians always. But he... Um, Essentially, like, it's a, um, it's a situation where, like, he is supposed to basically be babysitting this, like, wild child, but the wild child has a twin who is a brainiac. And so the wild child is, like, in prison and, or, like, is in legal trouble and can't come home, but needs to come home because Abram is supposed to be, like, literally watching out for the wild child. And, um... The wild child convinces the brainiac to go home and just poses her for the week. And so Abram thinks that he's, like, falling in love with Lisa, but really he's falling in love with Mona. And Mona's got some issues. Mona was assaulted. Right. Um, when she she's lit, when I say she's a brainiac, she's literally a genius. Mm-hmm. Like literally a genius she was in college when everybody Penny else was in high school read write, re, uh, write really strong smart yeah i mean like what was that one that the short story that um that she had on her um live and let grow is that oh what my it was god I, f- I cried i was listening to that crying like so good oh my god she, but, like they're never both doubt very Penny extremely, yeah there's very they're both extremely smart she's uh-huh. like fucking like yeah, she, a genius. Like, a genius, right. Yeah. Um, and that is Nico's brother. That's right. Mm-hmm. God, um, that book, that book like, it's fucking wrecked me. I remember walking the dog crying listening to that. Because I listened to the audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> um, Penny's made me cry a few times. Um, and that one is like, that trio is so good. And Abram is just like, it's the same, it's similar to Van, where like, 
the patience that he exhibits with her. Yeah. Once he figures out, like, there's a lot of angst in, like, books one and two because, like, it's a, like, he wants to be with her, but, like, can't, you know, like, there's this whole, like, person switch deal going on. Oh, God. And then, but, like, of course he figures out. It's just so good. It's just so good. And the first book is only told from Mona's perspective, but the last two switch perspectives. You know what I'm, I'm just thinking? And this is just because it's in my head. What we should do, because there's that whole, like, um, what is it? Um, something about Tolstoy. We should just do oh. that. Oh, yeah. There's uh, Kissing Tolstoy. Maybe we should That's just one do of them. It. Just do it. Maybe we should do it in in, in April. Why not? It would be like, a, it would be a Penny Read Month. Oh, my God. Should we do a Penny Read Month? We should, we should. do a Penny Read Month. We should yes. do a Penny Read Month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, happening. Because I think there's three books in that one. I think. Oh my god. We I haven't even read her rugby series. Okay. Oh, that's Ooh, right. God. You haven't. I have. And then you fucking I know. love it. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. Anyhow. Um, oh my god. Okay, you are up. Tell me who your favorite heroes are. This was. I mean, we. It, it, this. So this show is just. We love men. I mean, this is what this is. is we love dudes. For we the number good, of times we say, "Why are men?" We yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it was like this. This whole thing is about like book boyfriends mm-hmm. so my two book boyfriends i couldn't decide i really fucking couldn't decide was jack mm-hmm. devlin like you check on my boxes De- jack devlin ah. i mean even though there's parts of it he's so controlling but i'm like i kind of yeah. like it um and then one was jackson james i never would have thought that i would put jackson james as my fucking book boyfriend but never doubt re- penny reed he gets fucking redeemed he does and you just he's I think I said it in the episode when we talked about it, like his whole thing about like ma'am and just treating uh-huh. her so well. And there's, and I love that book just because there's not a huge, there's, there's really no angst. There's just, yeah, there's it's two pretty people fall in love and they fall in love and that's it. And, but at the same time he redeemed, he gets redeemed. It's just yeah. amazing. And he's just, he, cause you don't person. like him through the entire Winston brother series. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, cause I was going through beauty in the stash and I was going through oh. the end of it and like how much of a dick he is. Like he's like, he's not, a, he in the beauty in the stash, actually he's not like that much of a dick in that one. But like, I don't know. He also rolls up to her house. Remember? And like asks Ashley well, if like she wants to have sandwiches or whatever. But at the same time, like, are like, no. Well, yeah, I mean, like, but I, yeah, I I just, it's, I'm also being, like, colored by, like, loving Jackson. Like, Jackson and his tongue. I can't. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. But Jack Devlin, like, I I mean, the whole, the whole thing with pregnancy and all of yeah. that i mean i Ugh. think about it, i start to like i'm actually thinking about it getting a little teary-eyed because of how upset he is and how like how much he ends up like loving her in that book and <laughs> how much she goes back even though he is very controlling in parts yeah. mm-hmm. but at the same time he's like she's her own woman she mm-hmm. can he supports know, her, her independent su- career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he does and i mean y'all knew it was going to be a historical romance come on it's me of course um yeah Non, I mean, as here we go, the non-podcast mm-hmm. the, uh, would be Christopher Phelan from Love in the Afternoon by Lisa Claypaz. I mean, for one, it's epistolary. So, done. Epistolary is done. so key. But, so, before Christopher goes off to war, he treats, um, 
uh, Beatrice would like just like he's kind of a shithead. He's a big shithead to her. Like how like she's not really cute. She's like a, kind of like an animal almost. And then she pretends to be the guy, the girl that he's like in love with, and writes to him. <laughs> it's very much uh, uh, what is that? Um, Cyrano de Bergerac. I mean, that's pretty much the first part of it. Is she's writing as this woman? He's falling in love with her. And her last note to him before he comes back is, find me. I'm not who you think I am. Please find me. And it is, like, when I say, like, he falls, he's already in love with her about, like, like 20% in. But then, like, when he finds out who she is, we deal with him loving her. Like, the, the two of them loving each other 40% in. And so we're dealing with their relationship because he has PTSD and he's just he's such a good character I just loved him I never thought I, I that was one of the books of the series I would think I was gonna love but holy god I've gone back and read it a number of times because he's like he actually won't be with her because he has PTSD and he has very violent nightmares and he's like I will marry you I will be with you but I will never sleep with you I will never stay in the same room with you because I'm afraid I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. And so it's just, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, um, on that note, um, Amy Penza has a contemporary romance um, where similar, like he has mm-hmm. PTSD and a therapy dog and he like will not sleep. He mm-hmm. like makes her stay in the guest room when she stays over because he's afraid that he will like kill her in the middle of the night because he has violent dreams. And that's just in the, very much the same thing. And it's like, she, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've reread that book at least this year, at least two or three times. Like, I just, I absolutely love it. It's beautiful. Um, I like that whole series, like, cause that's uh, Married My Morning is in that series too. Mm-hmm, it's the, mm-hmm. uh, the Ramsey series or uh, I think yeah. it's called something else, but, um, it's very Hathaway series. Um, oh, yeah. the other mm-hmm. one is Colin, Lord Payne from you know what? Wicked. I'm legitimately proud of myself for being like a week to be wicked is amazing. Like I read it before you. You did. You told me. I like, am Tessa Dare, Tessa shocked Dare, about Dare. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, Colin is amazing. Like, Colin has he is the reformed rake that we all love. Yep. Yep. Oh, he, the way he loves. Um, what's her face? Another man with like severe PTSD, but not from war. No, but he's got like I mean. By, by the end, with his love of Minerva, by the end of it, it's like, if she could just be the biggest fucking nerd on the planet, he does not give a fuck. She is the biggest, the biggest nerd, nerd on the planet. Like, but she's also, she's brilliant. She's extremely she's brilliant. smart. Well, you know, and the guy, so the, the lord they meet um, when they're out, like, when she, he steals her glasses and she's supposed to be, like, the, the seductress when they're in that, like... Oh my fucking god. The shit that, that guy, he gets her into. Yeah, but that guy, like, he ends up, he, his book is amazing, too, though, like, because he ends up getting kind of, like, it's right, to him because too. she's been, like, writing to another dude, but mm-hmm. posing as a man, like, not, she never explicitly said she was a man, because she's a scientist, and, of course, like, women are not allowed, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so she used, um, like, an abbreviation of her, of her name, it was, like, M, whatever her middle initial is, like, Whatever her last name was. So there is, there is an, I think it's, um, any Duchess will do, which is very good. And I believe it's the Duke of Halford, who is Griffin York, who is the one that they meet in that middle of nowhere, like house. And she doesn't have her glasses. So she's pretending to be this. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. 
And he, oh yeah, my God. that's another great book in that whole series. That whole series is really, you, I, 100%, like, you and I, like, you, it, once you read The Hathaways, you'll, you'll love The Hathaways, too. Like, it's, it's surprising, like, when, like, I listened back to our, um, uh, The Duke and I episode, how much mm-hmm. we bitched. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know now, like looking back, what they wanted, like it was neither, it was not going to be uh, Spindle Cove, and it was not going to be the Hathaways because they just couldn't have the big balls and bullshit yeah. that they wanted. Right. right. Um, because neither of them are like that. Like it, right. Both, well, like, because they don't take place in the tongue. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so the last one is <laughs> Drew ruined me for all men. Drew ruined me for all men. Again, I mean, another one I read before you. You're the one that turned me on to the Knitting in the City series. And then I was the one that, like, blew through it. I know. I technically read it in 2020, which is why I don't have anything from that series on my list. Because yeah. you read I mean, most of it this year. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a, there's a one person, there's one book on here that I read before, but then I reread this year. So I feel, okay. But that's that's my list, man. I mean, I don't think so I need good. to even talk about Drew and this. I think we talked about it on the episode that I don't think I need to... Uh, when did we talk about him? We was talked it... about him on... Uh, did we talk about him during Red... Totally Folked? No, it was a different one, though, because I had read it that week, and I was like, I need to talk about this. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Um, it might have been. I don't think so, though. Hang on. I'll look. Because you... Did you recommend it? I did. I did. Okay. Because I think <laughs> I think that was another time that Penny actually responded to us, because we talked about... Drew oh, because we talked about Drew Ruined Me for All Men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on. I'm looking. Yes, yes, yes. We know. It Okay. Oh, that was during All Roads Lead here. That was your book recommendation that week. Okay. So episode yeah. 12, if someone wants to listen to that. Oh, and that's the same time that I recommended Motion Space Time from Penny Reed. Um, oh, my God. Penny, honestly, if I learned, like, one lesson this year, it's that, I mean, hopefully I learned more than this. However, podcast lesson, Penny Reed will not disappoint. disappoint you. She, I cannot, I, I can't doubt her anymore. No. The, how I got started on the Motion Space Time series was that it was like, I think Motion was free. Mm-hmm. Like, and for what, like whatever, it was just a promotion. And so I read it. Then they're all short. It's like, they were either going to be like Zapata Plus, or it was going to be three <laughs> short ones, mm-hmm. which was fine. Um, so they're all like 200 pages, but there's three of them. Mm-hmm. So I read motion and then like could not, I, I immediately one clicked the next two. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up reading the first three because one of them appeared in like a whatever like box set that I had gotten. Mm-hmm. The first one was in it. So then I read that whole one. Well, <sighs> I think, um, Drew writes poetry. Like that's pretty much what you need to know about Drew Ruin Me for All Men. <laughs> Um, there was something I was going to say with it, but I don't, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, God. Um, <sighs> Penny. Oh, oh, no. So, honorable mention. If we're talking oh. about, like, honorable mention heroes, because since we're talking about uh, Penny Reed, and I'm going to talk about, like, an offshoot, I do I do love some of the offshoots, and some of the, I don't care for as much. The one, the standout fucking offshoot of Penny Reed of all the authors of her smarty pants was sticking to the script. Yeah. So we're talking about two heroes that were, that wasn't, that was an honorable mention. I loved both of them men. And yeah. I thought that was a fantastic, Oh, 
Such a yeah, good book. By that Stella has Weaver. a character from um, book two from Friends Without Benefits. And then a character, the other hero in that book is, because it's a male-male, the mm-hmm. other hero is most closely associated with the final book in the Nitty in the City series. You have Stephen Thompson and yep. um, Dr. Ken he's, Miles. He's Kat's friend. Stephen yeah. Thompson is Kat's friend. Yeah, Dr. S- Dr. Ken Miles. Dr. Ken Miles. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. It's funny. I mean, it's definitely like, probably the the best book of all of the offshoots. So amazing. Yep. Favorite heroine. Oh, here we go. Um, so from the podcast, my favorite heroine. I'm gonna have to find like the the quote my favorite heroine from any book that we read for the podcast is january andrews from beach read mm-hmm. she was great now i will tell you like what solidified that in my mind first of all i just really loved i mean she was great she was a great character very multifaceted going through like some serious shit she was i mean honestly of the t- like i i loved her i loved him but i loved her more yeah I loved him though too, um, but he had some issues. Like he was like he was coming oh, to this. He was coming to, like he's not one of those ones where I was like, yeah, I probably would have been like in real life been like I'm gonna stay over here. Oh, I would have jumped him. Like I would would have jumped him. Oh, see, I've been like you need to get your shit together first, and then we will you know. I mean, I would yes have sex with him, yes, but I don't think he was looking for that would have jumped in head first because again i have terrible taste in men um i have absolutely no regard for <laughs> any kind of healthy relationship we, in that we should, at the end of this ask we should talk about our best stunt casting fyi oh god um okay so uh on this is like kind of early on in Beatry. this is like f- literally page 53 um <laughs> uh i bulk I balked both at the thought of starting a night with a white Russian and at the prospect of having to <laughs> shamefully fish out my purse wine for guys. <laughs> um, don't worry, it comes back later. Uh, hang on. Uh, Gus's brow lifted. Well, first of all, you'll have sold a book so you can pay your bills and keep your purse stocked with wine. <laughs> Where was it? She's like, I fished my wine out of my purse. Like, that's what I was. That's when she... she's in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, she's. After the um the, the girlfriend. <laughs> Do you have a gun flopping around in your wine Oh, my bag? God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, Beach Reed's so fucking amazing. It is oh. so good. Um, re- but remember, like, she goes into the bathroom and, like, I can't find it. She just, like, I just gave up and pulled the wine out of my purse. She's like drinking from the goddamn bottle. Um, that's the other. That's what you know. We're talking about like books we're excited about. Emily uh, Henry has another book out. Uh, oh right. Oh shit! I forget. It's, it's about list. writers. You know, I'm a sucker for that shit. Um, you keep talking. I'll just see if we can get an arc on that one. This one's <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, she says, um, spectacular. I said, I think I've just had too much purse wine. <laughs> Augustus, you better take it from here. Augustus. I held the bottle out to him. He lifted one stern, dark eyebrow. 
I imagine I wasn't quite smiling, but managed to look victorious nonetheless as I waited for him to accept the two-thirds drunk Chardonnay. (laughs) She was amazing. Like, January is just amazing. What? We can't, we can't, I'm, I'm requesting book lovers right now. Please do it. Okay. Um... Yeah. Uh, oh, and non-podcast. We've already sort of talked about this, but my favorite heroine non-podcast book was Mona from Motion Space Time. She's brilliant. Um, she has this like quirk about her personality where um, she um, she has this thing where like she'll just say random phrases. Uh, when I was 15, I stumbled across a list of phrases that mostly worked for any occasion, and I'd put them into practice on varying le- with varying levels of success. Phrases like, but at what cost? Or, in this economy? Or, <laughs> so it has come to this. Or, so let it be written, so let it be done. Or, my personal favorite for when I didn't know how to end a sentence or complete a thought, and then the wolves came. And that... <laughs> Like personality quirk is how he is one of the ways that he eventually figures out that, that Mona was not like that Lisa was not Lisa and that oh gotcha. and that Mona was posing as Lisa so because she's to... testifying before fucking Congress, oh. literally, like talking to Congress about the fact that she's a fucking genius, and uh, it, like under her breath he hears her mutter like and then the wolves came and he's like. <laughs> Can, can we That's go back to Janu- January? Of course, for a we can second? go back to January. Can we talk about the song that his his her? Fa- <laughs> so, what's the song that her? Why did he? Why is she named January? What is that song? FYI, we did just recommend. We just did request. Um, Thank you, book lovers. God, it's May. It's May. Okay. We're clear for May. We're good right now. Oh, good. Jesus, God. Anyhow, the rest of the next couple of months look like fucking God. Okay, anyhow. There's a lot going on. I don't remember what the song is. Um, Um, Um... Somebody's got a playlist. Not helpful. Uh, it was a Dean Martin song. It's June and January. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. I always yeah. love June and January. Oh, God, what an amazing book. Oh I my love God. that book. Someone asked I mean, me um, what my favorite book from the podcast was. And this was like, when they asked me, it was probably about the time that we were reading the happy the happy ever after happily ever after playlist mm-hmm. right happily ever after yep. playlist mm-hmm. and i said beach read but like when reflecting on it later like it's hard to pick between the two and which we will be coming up to we'll get to shortly. anyway sorry yeah. go ahead so no. who is your favorite heroine so my mine is raquel Ray from Cleveland. Ray from Cleveland. I mean, I mean, come on. You all knew it was going to happen. I mean, it's Ray from Cleveland. I mean, yep. she's great. She's like, the book is great. The book, if you want just to, like, two people mm-hmm. fall in love and there's no really low stakes, this mm-hmm. is the perfect book for you. Like, it's perfect. Like, 
you get a redemption of a character that you fucking mm-hmm. hate. Yep. And you find out he's not a bad dude. He's actually a pretty good dude. Mm-hmm. And he just needed the right girl. Yep. And then you find this girl who's kind of like a spaz a little bit. And it's fine because I'm Penny spaz. Reed said she was the quirkiest character that she had ever written. And you and I were both like, I don't know, is she just from Cleveland? <laughs> well, I was also like, I mean, I'm just like that. Okay, cool. I mean... It was yeah. very close to, to um, yeah, I mean, I... I, <laughs> I was like, I don't about... think she's that quirky. <laughs> I mean, I love her. Like, she's a great character. I'm not saying it. I don't mean that in, like, a negative light. No, but... I, I just mean, mean was... like, I don't know. Maybe she's just from Cleveland. Just, exactly. I was like, okay, well, maybe, I mean, because what was the c- couple of things was like, oof, oof. I say <laughs> oof all the time. Like, for God's sakes, yeah. I mean, and, you know, oopsie-daisy. Oh, she said oop. Oop, 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 oop. Yep. I mean, I, I do it all the time. Like, it's just, it's very funny, like... She and again, we talk about Penny, Penny Reed. This might just be the Penny Reed the Penny, Re- the Penny kind of, Reed hour. Yeah, because she understands that's a Cleveland thing. That's a very it's an Ohio thing. Is oh, yeah. is an Ohio thing. Yeah. There was another um, author weird, recently man. that said something that I was like, oh my gosh. Um, oh, it was Stacy Stacy Agnard who said something that was an Ohio thing, but it was something that I say, and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, that's something I say all the time. Um, but it's it's interesting when you. When you get into these, like, um, what are those called? Um, idioms that you mm-hmm. usually say, you know, like, you, it's a, it's yep. regional idiosm, idionism. Um, but, yeah, you know, so it's Raquel. It's Ray. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the non-podcast is Britta Colby from The Fastest Way to Fall. Oh, The Fastest Way to Fall hit me like nobody's fucking business this year. Like, what? who wrote that one again? Oh, um, it was Denise Williams. Okay. It's, it was like all over TikTok very suddenly. It's but beautiful. I still had not read it. it I still have gorgeous. not. I mean, um, so Britta is, um, I believe she's biracial. I believe she's biracial. Um, I really just didn't bring that up is because she is, like, she's dealing with, like, because you meet her family and there's a little bit of that in there. But um, that she is a strong black woman. And I love nice. it. Love and it. She's, 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 um, <clears throat> she's heavier. And she's wanting to join this like fitness um, app, not to lose weight, to be get into more shape because she works from like one of those fashion magazines. Love it. So she's she and a very fit woman are sh- the fit woman's joining a different app, and she's joining this this one app, and they're gonna like compare and write like uh, mm-hmm. comparing um, uh, articles, and then she. Um, Oh god, I can't think of the guy's name. The the hero in there, and but he's he's amazing too. But doesn't he like own the app or something? He does. Or he's a he's trainer. The owner, uh-huh. and but he's also yeah, but he's also a trainer. And because the only reason he he decides to um to Wes Wesley is the only <sighs> reason <laughs> he knew the only reason he decides it because like everyone's like you need to like you need to, you need to calm down you need to like you know. Um, you know, to make, you know, to, to, you know, just, just take a client on, take a client on that'll help you out. That'll like, you know, bring you down. You're too stressed out. So he, he ends up, he does not know she's an author. She does not know that he, they do know that there's somebody that's going to be using the app and writing an article about it. He does not know. He doesn't he know it's her. her. And their meet cute is, it's memorable. It's one of those ones I will never forget. It is. Would you say that that is your best meet cute? We didn't put this on the list, but is that your best meet cute? Best in the fact that it's not something I'm going to forget. 
Okay. It's not good. It's it's when they meet. It's not good. It's okay. not a good meet you. What is yours? Uh, hands down, it is single dad seeks Julia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, I mean, this is not funny. This is like it's dangerous. Not dangerous. It's it. She's in danger, and they meet. But it's like, oh jeez, okay. You'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. I do want uh, to read that. I would like it's, to. I would 100%. I mean, it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Love it. Um, so, fave overall book from the podcast. From the podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. We kind of just talked about this, but I did I mean, eventually. It, yeah, I mean, the two of us just pretty much split we it up. We basically just split it up. So, I did go with the, happy ever after, the Happily Ever After playlist because I just, like, I think about that book frequently frequently of course i think about beach read frequently too but like yeah. it it was a tough decision yeah i went with beach read uh, yeah. just because like it hit me in the in the feels <sighs> yeah they both hit me in the feels yeah um let's since we've we've waxed poetic about both of those for so long let's go mm-hmm. to something that wasn't on the podcast so yeah, what is your sure. overall book not on the podcast okay so another one that i think about at least weekly um, that I recommended way back when on the podcast um, was Between the Pages by Amanda Richardson. Um, it's part of her Love at Work series. Uh, and I did read the second one, but I, I think I already said, like, I'm a sucker for, um, like, writers, books about mm-hmm. writers. Um, Between the Pages. Yeah, Amanda Richardson. Um so this book, I'm I'm not going to like, if you've not read it, I'm not going to give it away because there is a major, major fucking plot twist. Um, God. Uh, anyway, it is about a writer who, um, I think he has like three or four published novels, might be four, um, but he only he only wrote the first one himself and has been using ghost writers ever since. He's had writer's block mm. ever since. Like, he has the ideas, but he cannot get the words out. So he's been using ghost writers. He ends up hiring um, this, the heroine is a ghost writer who has been ghost writing novels for years um, and doing well. But she wants to write her own novel. Um, so she's quitting the ghostwriting business. This is her last book that she has agreed to take on. And mostly, mostly she's taken it on because he's offering so much money. Um, and she's just like, I really can't turn that down. So anyway, he says like stipulations for all of my ghostwriters is that you have to come live in my house in the Hamptons with me. Cause that's where I write. Oh yeah. Yeah. I already told this. Yeah. So you have like forced proximity. She already has a professional crush on him. She right. is obsessed with his first book. Um, they, he taught at NYU, like, around the time she went there, but she never took a class from him. Um, it's just, like, a lot of, they clearly connect, Mm -hmm. and they clearly have a lot of chemistry, but, like, they're fighting, because they're also, like, working together, and so it's just, Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of complications around that, and then it gets angsty as fuck. Um, Were you talking about this book? Yeah, but God damn it, this book! Like I think about it frequently, frequently, far like maybe more than what is healthy. But it's God, it is such a good book. <laughs> I loved it so much. Like every once in a while, I just go back and reread passages from it. 
Well, it's, I mean, come on, it's kind of like what I do with romancing Mr. Bridgerton. Yes, I mean, it absolutely is. Like, sometimes I just open it back up and I'm like, <laughs> also, the, uh, her- the hero's name is Emerson. Fuck me. Uh, lit, I mean, named for. Well, for all the Right. At some point, uh, she finds two stray cats at, like, his Hamptons house. Like, they came, they came up on the deck or something like that. And she takes them inside because she's like, it's raining and gross outside. Like, I cannot let these cats just stay outside. And so uh, she ends up keeping them. <laughs> and he, they name them Ralph, Ralph and Waldo. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> It's a fucking hysterical. It, it's just like a lovely. I can see like the. Uh, I don't want to give too much. Away, it sounds but, like one of those books that like you be like, "Hey, passion flicks." Oh, I might be too heavy for passion flicks. I mean, I have a question about passion flicks when we're done with this. Okay, cool. Okay. Your turn, dear. What was your favorite non-podcast book? That's the way to fall. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sense. I think you and I talked about this. But we were we, actually we were talking about books for the we, earlier. And they said, when I wrote the review for this, I said, uh, for this book, I said, this might be my favorite book. And because we were talking about Beach Read. When we actually, like, and I read this yeah. before. I read this after Beach Read. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know. I said, this might be, this, this, this might be up there. It might surpass Beach Read. Like, for me, it was like. Oh, God. There's just something about it. Like, it's just gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Like, the the choices they make, either character make for each other. You've got, you do have a little bit of angst, so there is a little bit of, like, but it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, God. Adding that to my endless TBR. Thanks, Ray. Oh, word. Fucking hell. All right. So, what is your favorite sexy time? Oh, God. Okay. So, like, I knew... There are a couple that, like, I knew were going to be on the list. This is actually one of the ones we didn't do. I didn't do, like, an off, pro- off podcast. Yeah, I one. didn't either. It was, that's yeah. too difficult. There's too many. Like, that's... I mean, like, I mean, I just watch porn. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, to be different, because I, I had already seen that, what you had chosen. You want, and yeah. so I didn't yeah. want to, like, just ditto it, although I absolutely could have. Mm-hmm. Um... So what I chose, honestly, even surprised me. I chose um, the scene from Fighting Conviction, which would be like episode 13, I think. Um, That was an ARC from Greer Rivers. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not into the virgin trope. Like, I am not. Not even a little fucking bit. Mm. But that one, that particular scene, like, there's some sexy scenes before that. But because Mm -hmm. she's a virgin, like... They're taking their time. Totally fine with that. But when it finally happens, like, it happens after an extremely emotionally charged event. Mm-hmm. With, full of, like, literally life and death circumstances. Yes. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's from Dev's point of view as opposed to hers, mm-hmm. which was a choice by Greer. Like, a lot of times when it's, like, a vir- the virgin trope or whatever, like, that first sex scene is from her perspective right mm-hmm. but it's told from his and it like for some reason just really heightens the emotion of it because like the way that he needs her in that moment mm-hmm. is beyond anything like it's just this really intense moment and for 
we talk about like character arcs and redemption stories and stuff like he was a total fuckboy and has like fallen for this girl and is just like well this is where we're at and I'm in love with her and so this will be it for me forever is that that whole book is from his perspective right no 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 it flips just, back and just forth just that chapter okay. it's just that chapter is from his point of view his pers- there's something to be said like um I don't mean to derail, but I'm just, I'm just thinking, I was just thinking about something that came into my head. It was like, talk about those S.L. Prater books that you we were talking about, like how mm-hmm. beautiful the covers are. Mm-hmm. The first book in the series is written from the male's perspective. The second is written of the, the female's perspective, like the different, different oh. characters, different couples, which was oh, like, I was saying, it's very interesting. Like, and so it was, it's interesting. The fact is like it, and there was no like, back and forth in that in those books it was like huh. all male all interesting female. i don't know that i've ever read a romance novel entirely from his perspective unless it's like a male male romance like red white and royal blue is written all from alex's perspective mm-hmm. Fascinating. yeah all it was and it's it's beautiful because he's like like in if sidebar if you've not if you read my review this week about from her about her books is they're extremely, um, the, the, both heroes are like closeted feminists. Like they're, because both of their wives are like, it's kind of like, you're not supposed to be like, it's, they're, they're not supposed to be feminists, but anyhow, I don't like mean Jack that. Like Right. Even, even worse though, because like if they, they can be murdered, like they can be. That's intense. If, yeah. If they, at one point in the the second book um, I mean David goes don't ever like don't ever um, if for some reason you break down and it's in pistol stay in the car or make sure you get to me or oh, don't yeah. ever be in pistol by yourself oh, because they, they will burn witches there anyhow, perfect but like yeah so it's what it was like, it was thinking, I was thinking of uh, perspective anyhow sorry oh my god um oh okay your turn Sexy times. Um, <laughs> so um, I have two, uh, and they're both for the same reason: is mm-hmm. "Daughter of Rage and Beauty" mm-hmm. uh, by Amy our, Penza. Our, yeah, it's by our buddy Amy again. Amy, I'm so sorry. I bought your book and my dog ate it. Um, <laughs> I don't think she cares. She still got the money. She did because I, I bought the I bought the paperback because it's beautiful. It is beautiful, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And when I was putting in the recycling because it had been half eaten, it was beautiful when I looked at it. Fucking asshole. <laughs> and the other is the hating game. Both because there's like, holy god, there's like the night, the night, the night after the big fight, mm-hmm. and then there's the the shower in the morning. Hmm. Mm. <sighs> yep. Yep. I think more of the shower than I think of the fucking sex. I think so of the hot. oh my god, the shower and the oral and the oral. It's not oral. It's actually like it's it's um it's hand jobs. Yeah, in it the is. fucking shower the next morning. That's actually what I think about. Cool. I'm glad my mom read this book. Anyhow, yeah. um, um, I also love. During the actual sex scene, she her internal monologue is like, "I need to send a thank you note to his personal trainer." Yes, <laughs> I mean, I can, and then, so with Amy's book, it's literally a chapter of sex. Yeah, and it's a chapter of sex where, where, like, FYI, 
I don't know if you guys remember, but my stunt casting was Chris Hemsworth. Holla. Thank you. Thank you. I am curious to see how any of that has changed. Because she said she changed a lot of that book when she re-released well, it this month. To, to to reorder it. <laughs> to, to reread it. Asshole. Anyhow, back up to you. <clears throat> book that surprised us the most. Okay. So the book that surprised me the most was American Queen. Because oh. I was expecting just some straight up erotica. And instead what I got there was, some, yeah, was all of the angst. There was serious angst. So much fucking like so many palpable feels. angst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was expecting like some thruple action, which, you know, happened. It's- but when does like, it actually happen? Like the when does very it, like, end, the three of them together, the very end. Yeah, like the last book. Oh no, the end of American Queen. No, 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 no. What I was at, like, like hoping for. Oh, like, I don't know. I have so I have not read American Prince or American King, in part because I don't know that I can handle the angst. Yeah, because I mean, I was hoping for some male, male, female. Right train running a train as people would say yeah running train i don't know but i assume it happens at some point i would assume probably yeah 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 um what book surprised you the most i honestly happily ever after playlist like i was expecting i hate to say this just because of playlist was thinking of nick and nora's playlist oh sure yeah ultimate play whatever that fucking movie is so it's what i was thinking i was like Mm -hmm. okay whatever and then it started as the fucking back and forth with the text messages and the and the emails and the phone calls, I was like, I was I, seriously, and I think I said it in the in the art in the episode, I could have done with seriously mm-hmm. half of the book being that, like I yep. would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh god, that book's great. That, book's that book is great. so good. Like today, I was rereading passages from it, and I was just like ready to start crying. Yeah, it's just so good. Speaking of, yeah, what book made you cry the hardest? Laugh the hardest? Oh, cry the hardest. Cry. We are doing that yeah. first. Fucking hell. Beach Read made me sob like a little bitch. I mean, then, just... Yep. Yeah. Fuck, man. Oh like, I God. could with not. With with the dad and, like... The whole premise of Beach Read, if you haven't read it, is that January um, has inherited um, a house from her dad. And her, her parents had, like, separated briefly... Um, and during that time, like, he bought a house on the beach in the town that he had grown up in or whatever. And so he never got rid of the house. And so she is, um, it's been a few months since he passed. And so she has inherited this house and she is going to, like, stay there and try and write. Because she's, like, far past her deadline and she needs to get stuff into her editor and whatever. Um and there is so much complex like complex shit behind just that holy shit i mean the 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 amount that i cried oh i cried so much just like bottomless pit of despair crying it's i mean when she when she has the she reads the letters. The letters. That I'm was like, what I'm got thinking me. About it. I'm thinking about it and getting yeah. emotional. That was like, what got me, was when she read the letters. And, and yeah. 
I couldn't. It's, I mean, I just it's like it's rough. It's rough, guys. I mean, it's, it was it's so not, sad. And you don't you. I think the worst part of it is because you don't know who to feel. Like you, you don't have to feel. Like you yeah. leave and you're like, I should hate this person, but I don't hate this person, yeah. and I need to hate this person, but I can't hate this person. Which is and so spot on. Like, good job, exactly. Emily Henry. You know, exactly. I mean, exactly. Like, I, which makes me like wonder. Like, oh my god, do I need to hug her? Is she having some issues? Like, I mean, the thing I I don't remember exactly what I had said about that episode, but like, or about that book during that episode. But something, especially being a parent now, we don't, uh, do we ever really get to know our parents as people and not just as parents? I, I feel like if you do, you have been fortunate enough to have them grow old and you guys have been together as adults for a long time and had a good relationship. And not everyone is that fortunate because how, like, how difficult is it to, like, there was a moment with my mom today that I, I like saw her as not as my mom, but like as a person who was going to be going through something, something, yep. you know, like that she is going to be dealing with a thing. And yeah. And, 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 and in. Um, you're also going to have to be dealing with it. Yeah, I will also be needing to deal with it. Because at some point, you're going to have to be dealing with that thing, too. Yeah, right. But I just, I looked at her and I was like, this this person with this expression on her face, like, that is my mom. But, like, I saw her suddenly as this person that was like, she's going to have, she's going to have a hard time. Soon. You know, like, it was just, it was... A tough they're moment. Not, they're, they're not what you... They're an actual person. Yeah. They're I mean, not, she is a human who is going to go through a thing. And that's a really hard separation to make because um, one of our mutual friends told me at one point, um, I think when my daughter was like very little, she was like, you know, whether we like it or not, our parents are the strongest influence in our lives. Like it or not, like, no matter what happens, because if you are a person who has been raised by your own parents, those people are the people who have spent the most time with you. So whether you like it or not, whether it was a good thing or not, those are the people who've had the biggest impact on your life. And that's a heavy responsibility. I mean, it is like. And so when I was reading Beach Read, I fucking hell, man. God, that was just, that was painful. And how Thanks, do you reconcile? Thank you, Emma. <laughs> Emily, like no, how- Emma, Emma, Emma was the one who suggested. It to oh us. right, Emma Jackson yeah. was like, you have to read Beach Read. Oh my God, I forgot that that was her Thanks, who would say. Thanks, Emma. God, we love you. Shut up. We do. Yeah. We love you so much. Um, come but, back on the podcast. Yeah, please come back on the podcast. Um, when's your next book coming out? Uh, they, um, we should actually just do one of her older books. And just we should. Yeah. We should do the one before Sleepless in Sicily. Yes. Remember? The one that I was like, I started reading and I was like, oh, yeah. this is great. Okay, well, let's just. And then yes. we had like forgotten. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, anyway, God, Beach Read fucking made me sob like a child. Well, and at the same time, it's Happily Ever After playlist. Because like, 
I remember just texting being like, I'm sitting in my kitchen weeping yeah. at one point because like when they break up and God, that was oh horrible. God. Yeah. It's just, it's rough. This guy's like, these two books are rough. Yeah. They were excellent. Like so very good, but also just emotional and like for legitimate reasons, this was not like contrived no bullshit. This was like, these are legitimate things that the happily ever after playlist like really sorry like really made me yeah like there are big things that happen and it is like like both both parties are like there's no getting past this like Mm -hmm. there's no like yep i don't know what to do with this and it's it's rough like and it makes it hurt. It hurts my heart for the people who are in this situation, which I'm sure there are a number of yeah. people in Hollywood and um, in, in in the music world and everything that are dealing with this. That are like, I am just a normal person. Yep. But I can't have a normal life. Yeah. And that is exactly what these people are going through. It's like yep. I just want a normal life where I just I love somebody. Yeah. And I want to be with them, and I want to have a normal fucking life, and they can't have it. Yep. And that sucks. That really sucks for them. But honestly, like, I have to say, because we read this before COVID, it might be different now. Who knows? What do you mean? Because, well, because people aren't traveling to do, because the one big oh. thing was all the touring. Yeah. People yeah. aren't fucking touring anymore. I mean, they're setting them up for next year. We'll see if they happen. Some people we'll did tour in 2021. Who knows? But... Who knows what happens? Because honestly, like, I would be more That's than happy. That's how artists make Just... money, though. But you know what, though? Like, I will, and I have, um, for podcasts that I like, um, we hate movies, um, they are doing, like, especially January 14th, <laughs> um, they have a live show coming up. You can pay $10 to, do, to watch them do their show live. Yeah, and stuff you missed in like, history class has done the, that too. Yeah, on online, and you pay ten dollars just as if you were going to see them. At, I like, like that. Wherever, you're. yeah. We, and guess what? I don't have to leave my house. Yeah. So I don't have to get COVID. And you also not even just that. Like you don't have to show that you had, you know, you had your shots, whatever. Right. So you, I mean, because I know well, some and what if you like, have like, what if you are severely immunocompromised and can't get the shots? Exactly. Like, so you can go actually see your favorite people, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think that's, I hate to say it, but I think that's the future of where we're going. And, um, but again, at the same time, it's like, that's the whole premise of Happily Ever After is like, why these two people can't be together. And, um, or why it's dangerous for them to be together. Yeah, it was rough. That was, fuck, I, I, <laughs> that was yeah. I still think about it. I'm like it's 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 super. It's it, it made a it made a difference. Okay. Yeah. Book that made us laugh the hardest. Holy, fuck! The funniest book I have ever read, hands down, was Boyfriend Material. Cosigned. I am going to get the passage that made me laugh until I wept. Um, there was a lot in Boyfriend Material that made me laugh until I cried. Um, also, Boyfriend Material, like, in terms of books that surprised us, I wasn't expecting... Oh, me either. ...some of the, again, necessary real-life angst. It wasn't, like... Do you remember when you, uh, uh, 
put me in a corner for not liking um, red, white, and royal blue as much as um, boyfriend material. Did I? <laughs> yes, we joked about it at the time. Because you were like, no, no, it was it was funny. Because like I'm being an asshole, but you're like, um, you're like, why didn't you like? Why didn't you give this three out of four stars? Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Uh. I'm sorry. I did like, forget about that. You did. I mean, I really did. Enjoy, I mean, and I think part of it, and I hate to say this, I don't mean this in a bad way, and I, I, and I'm just, I'm not saying this because I know this person is gender fluid, but I'm saying, I think I liked boyfriend material better because it was a, a gay man writing a, a, a gay novel. Fair. Yeah, I and, think it's fair. And Casey McQuiston. Quinston is is gender fluid but that's fine but I think like I I think I enjoyed it more because they got they got it better yeah I understand that I get it I I, I don't mean this anything's worse than other but no the, you, the books are just different they're, I, they're I am sorry different. I really did go after you I totally forgot you did and even even, <laughs> even Lee's like uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I was like, I'm God, sorry. I'm terrible. So sorry. Okay, so this is the part for. I'm not kidding when I tell you this is the funniest fucking book I've ever read in my entire it's life. It's so great. I, I've gone back through this book so many times. It's so fucking. It funny. is so so good. This is the part that made me lose my absolute shit. I'm not gonna get through this without laughing, and I'm really sorry. I met James Royce and James Royce. <laughs> Royce Royce. Now James Royce Royce and James Royce Royce at a university LGBTQ plus event. In some ways, yep. it's strange the two of them work so well together because their name is pretty much the only thing they have had. Yep. They've ever had in yep. common. James Royce Royce is a bespeckled chef with a way of expressing <laughs> himself that... Look, I'm trying to find a tactful way to put it, but basically he's just phenomenally camp. James Royce Royce, on the other hand, looks like a Russian hitman. <laughs> Has a job I don't understand involving unspeakably complex mathematics and is incredibly shy. <laughs> I like I could not. The his descriptions of the friend groups are incredible. Next I we mean, got the, Priya, a tiny lesbian. With multicolored extensions who somehow managed to pay her bills by welding bits of metal to other bits of metal and selling them in galleries. You know what the other thing about about him is is that he is the he loves he's very responsive too on Twitter. He and, is, um, yeah. He, he just is, had yeah. he had a couple books come out recently, didn't he? I'm super yeah. excited for husband material. Like going to lose my mind yeah god this book is so funny i highlighted so so much also had one of this is not funny but it also had a line that we were all like this is maybe one of the best lines ever like it just it's so justified in the moment like you totally understand but he is talking to someone and he says to him fuck off and die fuck off and literally die daddy that motherfucker he's terrible um i'm assuming he's back for the last book yeah oh i hope not that fucker i assume he he will be though um 
Oh my god, his mom and and the, the woman who's possibly her, her lover, possibly like whatever. The greatest. The, the greatest. Watching like RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Yep. The best. Fucking yep. Best. Like, I mean, Luke and Oliver. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. god. Like <laughs> the group chat. We just talk about like I mean, one game more. Me, like, we can talk about like how like fucking. Oliver needed a god fucking GG, and he didn't do his GG, but yeah. I hope the fuck he does a GG in the next fucking book. Oh my god, it's just so, so funny. The group chat names. Were you or me or us. All of them. Because uh, while we were reading this, our group chat between the three of us became all of their names. One gay well, more. FYI, our, our um, group chat is still the same from um, Jesus Tits. Which makes sense if you have read Red Wind <laughs> If you haven't, it just sounds irreverent as fuck. Which is also fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, besides a potato... Uh-huh. Make sure I'm... Okay. Besides potato, um, what book from our podcast are you taking with you to a desert island? I maintain that if I could use a potato to charge my Kindle, I would bring my Kindle. <laughs> However, That's what I'm saying. I yes, know. Besides a potato. Um, so if I had to bring a paperback, I could, how do I choose between Beach Reader or the Happily Ever After playlist? It might be the Happily Ever After playlist. I have to say, like, that first part of it, the whole fucking epistolary part yeah, is just fucking amazing. Yep. I, I mean, if I had to, like, if and I Tucker. just had to say, Abby... Just fucking half half the book. Half the fucking book. Oh, my God. So good. So good. So good. All right. What um, is your uh, besides a potato? Totally fucked. Yes. Because I love... I mean, I want to read it again. Sure. I have yeah. not read it. Because, I mean, I we've all been busy. So, but really? What have you been doing? Um, (laughs) reading uh fan fiction obviously Mm -hmm, obviously Um, yeah um but at the same time like it's so good and there's just there's there's nuances there that i just didn't get a chance to catch i need to get a paperback of that one yeah i mean it's penny it's penny (sighs) yeah so what's your favorite line from a book that we read this year this is so difficult. Um, oh, I mean, we have, we're going to do, okay, so FYI listeners, we're going to do book from the podcast and book mm-hmm. not from the podcast. Yeah. We couldn't not. I mean, it's just, we've read so much this year. Come on. <laughs> um, so I actually, so books from the podcast, I actually chose two different quotes from one book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first I mean, one is I actually... Think, I, I chose this, you know, yep, same book, so it's fine. I can't handle it. Um, it's tough. This book is beautiful. Yes. So, um, the first one is an exchange between... It's from the Happily Ever After playlist. And it's, oh, no, you chose a different book. Okay, that's fine. Okay. The It's the ex, it's an exchange between Sloane and Jason. She says, I love your hands, his instrument, his talented, capable, loving hands. Have them. They're yours, he said. I smiled. You're giving me your hands? My hands, my voice, my back to do your heavy lifting, my arms to carry you to bed when you've had too much tequila, my money, my time, my heart. It's all yours, Sloan. 
and it's on page 285, if you care to know. Um, and then the other one that I loved um, is from Jason, and he says, she was every love song I've never been good enough to write. And that's from page 359. I'm sorry, Kate. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, Jason's pretty awesome. He's yeah. amazing. Okay. Um, do you want to do my non podcast one or do you want to go about, to your podcast I do mine. one? Yeah, do I it. Do my yes. Podcast. So, my podcast is from, because we were talking about but the two of us that we were like, we loved it was, that one was from, um, <gasps> mine was from Beach Read and it was when I watched you sleep. He said shakily, I feel overwhelmed that you exist. <laughs> and because she mentioned that. Oh my god, I'm gonna start crying! God ah! damn it! That she said that, like, she saw her ex, and she was like, she never thought, like, I never thought about him when he was asleep. And yeah. with Gus, it was like... Like, that's I what she... Like, yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what she imagines, like, real love to feel like is... It's like, I... I imagine you when you sleep. Like, I, I'm overwhelmed that you exist, that you are here with me, and you're breathing, and you're here, and you're, and you are cognizant, and... <laughs> we to I mean, start crying. These two fucking, I know, these two books are amazing, like... <laughs> I mean, I can... We're gonna go into um, our... Um, the page of screen because we're going to just touch on it in a second but I would never have thought that the book that I one of the books that we picked for um <laughs> for um um Hispanic Heritage Month oh. was the book that one of the books that we were like I mean not that it not, yeah that, I mean, no like, but it was just like it was, like, like it was unexpected I just thought I thought unexpected. it would be more lighthearted like, than it was yeah I mean it's again I was thinking Nick and Nora's ultimate yeah, infinite playlist, playlist that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was it's not just, thinking like. Holy I was God, not thinking this... that. <laughs> I was not. And then, for God's sakes, Beach Read, no one did not out of nowhere. I was thinking like Beach Read, just nowhere. a chill. Let's close out the summer kind of read. Nope. Mm. Not even for a minute. I love your hands. I love your hands. I love your hands have them they're yours maybe we should get that tattooed <sighs> I mean I've talked about what I'm gonna get but maybe I'm gonna get that and this I feel overwhelmed that you exist Excuse me, I'm gonna all cry for a few minutes. I mean, honestly, like I'm Jesus. thinking, I love your hands. Have them your, your yours. I feel overwhelmed that you exist. I think that is a beautiful tattoo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, oh, God. Okay. non non podcast oh. fucking moment. Um, what's your non podcast? Oh my God, I'm gonna go drink some more. I know. I mean, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm actually. Oh God! I have two from non-podcast books. Um, the first one I'm actually not going to read the first part because it'll give away something major in the book. Um, I won't read the name. I will just say like, so 
the hero Emerson is talking. It's from Between the Pages. Mm-hmm. Emerson, uh, it's his one of his chapters, and he says, My ex and I were the Big Dipper. Finley and I are the entire solar system. Um, and the other one that I chose is from Beneath the Stars, which is the first book in the Sugar Lake series um, from Emily McIntyre. We had done Beneath the Stands for the podcast, um, episode eight, I believe. But this is from the first book, um, and it says, Parents' words become their children's inner voice. It's a hell of a thing learning to ignore it. What about you? So the first is, oh, and I do this all over again a hundred times as long as I met you in the end, which is <laughs> Lingus. And he's talking about like being a porn star, like how many times, like he would do it all over again, just because she's like pretty much like questioning, like, why would you be a porn star? And he's like, I don't, I don't care. I would do it again a hundred times if I could meet you at the end of it. Um, and I think all of that is even more, it's amazing in the book when you read it. But then after you read the book, if you go to her website and you read his you read perspective, his. yep, it's like um, even more poignant. Like, if you read, oh God, read Link, like seriously, read Lingus. Lingus is amazing. So like, underrated. It's so underrated, and the fact that that, like, especially when you, like, you read Lingus and then you watch porn, and you're like, oh my god, I feel so bad for these dudes. Because, like, yeah, I mean, it sucks being a woman, but it also really sucks being a dude. Because, like, it, it's not enjoyable. It's really not enjoyable. And, um, and depending on how you perform is how much you get paid, mm-hmm. and how, if you get, if you get paid. Mm-hmm. And, um... And because it's because most most porn is not focused on the guy, so no one cares if you like are you have a cramp in your leg from at a weird angle that you're fucking thrusting into her, like because that's what he talks about. He's like, yeah, for the most part, for six hours, I'm I'm standing at a weird angle thrusting into her, so the camera can get my best angle of my leg. Mm-hmm. It's like. God, that sucks. That really fucking sucks. And like now that I look, I think about, I really have thought about that, and then watched porn. I'm like, it makes you enjoy, like, Balesa better. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, you're enjoying something. Like, both parties seem to enjoy the fucking porn Mm -hmm. more than just like he's fucking railing on her, and you're like, yeah, but, and you're only seeing her like screeching like a fucking you know barn owl, right? Um. Um, that's something that, um, this is super bizarre. I'll expand on this when you and I are off air. Um, but something my husband, my, one of my husband's friends said at one point was like porn is not like, while it's, yes, it's made, it's made by men for men and therefore does not help like with sexy times with women, but it is (laughs) not healthy for men either. No. Because no. then, like, he was like, honestly, it makes men hate their own penises. Because it doesn't look like one, that, dudes. No, one size, right? And depending on who it is, because if it's a European guy who's over here, it's going to be, like, not uh, not circumcised. Oh, sure. 
But like so all of the, I mean, I guess you could get circumcised if you wanted to, but like so little of your. Also, if you're white. Right. Like so little of what you end up with as a man. You can't really do much about that. That just, right. we've discussed this on the podcast. Like that just is what it is. And he was and like, it makes you it. feel like inadequate as a man to not have like. A 12-inch dick, you know? like 12-inch dick could, could go for hours on end. And most guys will tell you, like, I forgot what, what we were talking about a couple episodes ago. It was like, where they, the, the porn star was like, no, at home I go three minutes. I'm good. Because I don't need to go three hours. Like, I just don't need... He's like, I've gone eight hours. It hurts. Ow. And it sucks. He's like... Most of the time, you're thinking of like fucking math equations in your head. You're like thinking of like like your grocery list so that we can get through. He's like, "Is it exciting to do like three minutes where I can like fucking get off?" Yes. God. I mean, to me, like I even think of like thirty minutes. Like to me, is like, I'm so sorry. Like I feel I feel bad because the guys don't seem like they enjoy any of it. Ah. Oh, so I mean, chafing happens at some point, right? So the other, the other one I picked was, of course, <laughs> from from Beauty and the Stash, and it was Drew ruinous because Drew ruined me for all men. Exactly. Yep. Um, his was for Ashley. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Fire burns blue and hot. Its fair light blinds me not. Smell of smoke is satisfying tastes nourishing to my tongue i think fire ageless never old and yet no longer young morning coals are cool daylight leaves me blind i love the fire most because of what it leaves behind and then in the book she says what does the fire leave behind yeah and he says ash Leaves ash behind. I mean, I just think, honestly, if you're, like, looking for a book, here's the description of Penny Reed, Beauty and the Mustache, an enemies to lovers romance. I mean... Already you and I are hooked. Like, <laughs> I mean, right? We have a toxic... Yeah. Toxic I mean, relationship is, at the start. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, and honestly, it is enemies to lovers about 60%. I mean, it's halfway through. Yeah. She does not like him. And he's amazing. But you don't understand how amazing he is until, until she the understands. end. Until she realizes yeah. how amazing he is. Yeah. Because it's all told from her perspective, right? Mm-hmm. That entire series, with the exception of the final book with Dan the Security Man and Cat, is told from the heroine's perspective only, but the hero gets the epilogue. So the epilogue yeah. for. I think I think um, the epilogue for Beauty and the Mustache is my favorite epilogue ever. It is good. Yeah. It is so it is. good. And at one point, friend of the show, um, you and I both know her. Um, hang on, I gotta pull this up. Uh, I told her like you have to read Beauty and the Mustache. Just so fucking amazing. And uh, she was like, I don't know. I felt like the she wasn't loving the epilogue in the same way that I was, which like respect, you know, I don't, it's fine, whatever. Um, but he, um, 
she said to me, like, I, I don't know, the epilogue felt a little, like, creepy. And I was like, I can understand why you'd say that. But then, oh, I get that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand it. But then she, like, sent me a different thing, like a poem, and I read it, and I was like, hold the fuck on. You think this is fine, but, like, but the epilogue is creepy? And she goes... What did she send you? I'll have to find it. <laughs> she goes, okay, that's a fair point. That's a very fair point. Because <laughs> I know this person. I'm like, I know. what did she send you? It was a poem, like, that... Same vibes is all I'm saying. Like... <laughs> It's like gay ghost. What? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm, um. So here what? I know. Um. Oh my god! I love this epilogue so much. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually fucking beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. What he's written. He's written poetry for her in his fucking journal, which she finds in like. Ah! Is sent to her. It's sent to her. <sighs> um, oh my god. Because uh, the whole time she's like, what are you writing in your journal? What are you writing yeah. in your journal? What are you writing in your journal? Right. And look, I'm writing how beautiful you fucking are. Like, oh my god. Yes. 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 Oh, I can't. You know what's really funny? It's like, I can't wait to, to share that one with my, my mom. <gasps> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna go over and purchase this one. Right I need now. that one in a paperback. Um, yeah. All right, so let's do this. Oh my god. <laughs> let's go to most cockle birdie moment. Okay. <laughs> You're first, baby. Okay. Oh god, fucking beauty in the mustache. Um. Okay. So I could not, like, the thing is, oh, God. All right. So my most cockle-burning moment is literally the, just the last quarter of the Happily Ever After playlist. If you have not read this book, stop listening right now. Like, if you don't want any spoilers, because everything I'm about to say is a major spoiler for this book. Okay? Yep. This is your fucking warning. Turn the podcast <laughs> off. From the point where, like, there be there becomes something happens. Jason realizes how much danger he is putting Sloane in just by being with her. Mm-hmm. So he gives her up because it will literally keep her safer, physically safer as a person. Um, after that, like, so they break up and it's horrible. He lies to her in order to break up with her. Sloane, in her, like, trying to recover from that breakup, ends up going back into painting her hyper-realistic paintings. Mm-hmm. He, when he's back in L.A. Astronaut cats astronaut cats no more astronaut cats um when he's back in la he uh goes to a gallery to buy one of her paintings doesn't look at what it is just buys it doesn't care he knows it's going to be amazing he buys it because she painted it mm-hmm. he doesn't even look at it it's wrapped up um and of course like 
she painted him, which he doesn't know until someone else unwraps it. Uh, so then he goes to his concert, which his assistant has left tickets for Sloan to go to. They buy like disguises. Literally, they buy disguises. <laughs> yeah, they do. A close, short of like glasses with noses and fake mustaches. Yes, um, because they don't want him to see. Like, and these these seats are like front row, and so they literally trade them out. Like, they give someone, they trade someone with like row seven seats. You know, like th- she wants to be further away from the stage so he can't see her. And so he's at the concert and he starts like talking about, um, I'm just going to have to read it. I'm really sorry, everyone, but I'm just going to have to. Um, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's so beautiful. It's fine. Cause I'm going to well, read a lot shoot. of, um, the hating game. FYI. Oh, thank God. Okay. Playlist. I can't just like search for it. Like I just have to search for it at some point. Okay. So they go up to, they roll up to this concert, right? Um, Oh, God. Okay. He puts his lips to the mic. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be back in LA. Everyone cheered, and I waited for him to say something about the beach or Disneyland or traffic on the 405. But then something weird happened. He just stopped. It started slow, the slight downturn at the corner of his lips, the loss of humor around his eyes. And then he changed suddenly, and all at once, like a mask had come loose and fallen off, and underneath it, he was deeply sad. He paused. He paused so long, the crowd started to murmur. Actually, no, he said, his tone suddenly serious. Being back in L.A. has been a little rough for me. I'm sorry, it's just... Something happened today, and it's been hard. He glanced down at the stage and shook his head. His eyes came back up, and he looked over his fans. You guys don't know this, but I met the love of my life in Los Angeles. I sucked in a shock of air, and my heart stopped dead in my chest. The crowd whistled and hooted, but Jason put a hand up. No, no, no. It's not who you probably think it is. The tabloids get it wrong most of the time. Lola Simone and I are just colleagues and good friends. No. Lola. Oh, Jesus, Lola. Right? No, this woman, he seems to struggle with it. She was incredible. She found my dog, actually. That's how I met her. Wouldn't give him back. Said I had to prove I loved him first. He laughed a little, and the crowd laughed, too. He went on. We fell in love really fast. And I know people say love at first sight, but it really was. Hell, I loved her before I even laid eyes on her. She came on tour with me. She's this amazing artist, and she couldn't paint on the road. He clutched the microphone stand with both hands. Being on tour isn't easy. It's exhausting. And she was willing to do it because she loved me, even though it meant making a lot of sacrifices. But there were some bad things going on that I couldn't tell her about, really scary stuff. And it got to a point where I realized that being with me wasn't good for her. I couldn't give her a life or protect her. So I let her believe something terrible about me so I could end it with her. Kristen squeezed my arm. Are you hearing this? What is he talking about? I shook my head, tears starting to well in my eyes. I don't know, I breathed. He chuckled a little. No. The funny thing is, I got what I wanted. I wanted her to get over me. And you know what? She did. He dragged a hand down his mouth. Yeah, she's on a date tonight. I saw her. Went out to her art gallery. 
and I saw her with some guy when I when I was about to come out. It fucking killed me, he whispered. I thought breaking up with her was hard, but seeing that... My mouth went dry. I couldn't even breathe. Kristen, he was there. I was afraid to take my eyes off him to look at her. He was there, I whispered. He came. This time, he didn't recover as quickly. He went quiet for a long moment, and the audience simmered to a hush. Cell phones covered over he- hovered overheads, recording video. You could have heard a pin drop in the arena. They were hanging on his words. Jason squeezed his eyes shut, and when he opened them, his tone was sad. You think you know what love looks like. You think the fairy tales and the romantic movies prepare you, and then you finally, really, truly find it, and you realize you never knew a thing about it until her. He shook his head. She was every love song I've never been good enough to write. His voice cracked on the last word. Sloan, Kristen whispered. Everybody's crying. She tapped me. Look. I tore my eyes from the stage to look around. The woman next to me had a hand over her mouth and tears running down her face. Everyone did. Jason wiped his eyes and picked with his thumb and picked up his guitar. I'll never get her back. It's too late for that. But this song is for Sloan anyway. It's called Proof. My fragile heart shattered. I completely lost it. I leaned forward, hands over my mouth, and sobbed. He sang. It was poetry about a woman who was every season. She was the muffled moment when the snow started to fall. A soft, beguiling spring fog over a glass lake. The full moon, white and unmarred in an inky black summer sky. An autumn so vibrant you can die feeling peace because your eyes have seen it. It was the most beautiful thing he'd ever written. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. And it was mine. I'm just going to cry for a little while. I mean, the fuck? It's, it's fucking gorgeous. I mean... Seriously, like again, we could go. To, we could talk about like how we were never, we we never, never anticipated this was no. going to be like. Nope. No. No. It was going to be like amazing. Um, we were excited because it was like going to be like Hispanic heritage. Yep. Like, oh, yep. Yeah. Let's cool. read Hispanic authors, and then we read this, and we were like, "What the fuck." Which is funny because it's 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 Hispanic characters because the author the is author Hispanic. is Hispanic. It's, Nothing but, about the book I mean, really is. I mean, no, 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 no. But it's still it's like it's fucking amazing, and I will love her forever. Like it's beautiful, and uh, um, there is one more. So of course, like eventually. So uh, she says, "How did you see me?" I whispered. He came up to look at me. He had tears in his beautiful blue eyes. I told you, Sloan, I'd notice you in a crowd of a million. Should I go to, um, mine? Yes, oh my god, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, our anniversary show is, um, (laughs) it's the bedroom scene from... Your most cockle-burning moment is the bedroom scene? My cockle... No, it's... Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. What is it? Is it really? Is it really? You said the anniversary scene. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> it makes no difference. I loved you the moment I saw you. 
I follow backwards through his bed. He lifts his arm around my waist. I jerk like I'm, like he's caught me. You love what me? Lucinda Elizabeth Hutton, one and the same. Me. <laughs> Lucy Harris of the Sky Diamond Strawberries Dynasty. Me. Could you show some ID so I can be certain? <laughs> his eyes are lit and the smile I love best is, of all is glowing in his face. But I love you. I can hear his incredulous eyes sound. He laughs. I know. How do you always know everything? I kick my feet against the mattress. I only figured it out a few minutes ago. Your heart has been breaking. I can't hide anything from you. It's the worst. I try to put my face into the pillow. You don't need to hide anything from me. He takes my chin in his fingers and kisses me. You're scary. You'll hurt me. I guess I'm a bit scary, but I never hurt you again. Anyone who ever does that will find about us. Scary. You hate me. I never have. Not for a second. I've always loved you. Prove it. There's no way you can have. There's no way you can. I'm satisfied with the. What's my favorite color? Easy. Blue. <laughs> what kind of blue? Bedroom blue! I point at the wall. The walls. Your shirt. Your My dress. Pale. Tiffany blue. He tells me to sit, then goes to the end of the bed. He opens the wardrobe door, and I see all the shirts hanging in color sequence. Josh, you dork! I start to laugh and point, and but he grabs my ankles and drags me to the end of the bed. There's a full-length mirror, and I see myself at long last sitting on the bed in his Robin's Egg Blue bedroom. His balls are the same blue as my eyes. I've been a bit slow. But that's the prettiest blue in the world. Look, Lucinda, I know I've been busted the moment you saw this room. He sits in the bed behind me, one knee up, and I fall back into the perfect cradle of his body. How somebody can't recognize their own eyes, I don't know. Seems I didn't recognize a few things. <laughs> hey, Josh. Guess shortcake? You love me. I see him smile in our reflection at the confusion and wonder in my tone. Since the moment I saw you, since the moment you smiled at me, I felt like I was falling backwards off a cliff. The feeling has never stopped. I've been trying to drag you with me in the worst, most ill-conceived and socially stunted way possible. We've been so awful to each other. I feel his cringe and his hands begin to stroke me. I mean, how can we ever begin again? Time for a new game. The turning over game. I smile, eyes bright, dazzling, full of hope and certainty, and this merger will be the most exciting, passionate, challenging things ever to happen to me. Nice to meet you. I'm Lucy Hutton. Um, please, call me Josh. I see the blind flash of his smile. I know I'm properly crying. Tears are running down my neck. Josh. <laughs> Sounds like heaven coming from your mouth. 
Josh, please, we've been colleagues for more than one minute. You've been rather flirtatious. Let me hang up my coat. He unclosed my bra. Allow me. Thank you. We're playing the starting game in the mirror and his eyes begin to darken. He fills his hands with my white skin. I grew up on a strawberry farm. Uh, it's named after me. I love strawberries. I'm so lovesick. I eat them constantly. Can I nickname you Store Shortcake? I would be a dumb Ted giveaway I, that I love you. Um, hold on. You love me? We've only met a minute ago. I do. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's it's I work so fast. I mean, I hope it's not too forward for me to say, but you're incredible, Lucy. I die when you blink. <laughs> what do you know? I love you so much. I every time your dark blue eyes hit me, it's like I get a mild electric shock. Okay, so I'm just pretending. Look, <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm just reading this from it's her so book. Good. Can I? Can, do you want me to continue? We can stop. I mean, there's like many more pages before the end. God, it's there such is. a good book. <sighs> I have that part. I die when you blink. I have that highlighted in the book. Oh God. So does that wrap it then? No. Are we are we done? I think that's it. God knows we've been talking for three hours. So the one last thing I want to ask you mm -hmm. is um we're gonna talk about um pages screen. Mm-hmm. So um has there anything like what is your of all the page screens that you have watched? Because I mean it's different. Okay. What is your favorite page of screen? Well, the hating game, right? I mean, I mean, I feel like I besides the, the hating game, because I'm gonna say the same thing. But I mean, like, oh man, that's difficult. Okay. Um. Uh, um, oh, that's difficult. Warm bodies. I'm going to go with warm bodies then. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I'm going to go with warm yeah. bodies then. So, um, I'm going to go with, um, one of the Christmas ones. I mean, uh, oh, it's not like safe haven. <laughs> Face. I'm so sad everyone else couldn't see that. No. Oh, oh you missed her middle no. finger too. It was nice. The Christmas right. ones were so, good. We had some some good Christmas ones at the beginning. Um right. whew. Uh so I, I truly cannot believe that we've been doing this for a year. Yeah. I'm super grateful. I'm grateful to every single person listening to this show right now. Um, we have no intention of stopping because 
that's how we roll. Um, we're really looking forward to next year. We have, mm-hmm. I think, some exciting ideas. So we're mm-hmm. looking. Um, we're looking forward to uh, making it better this year for everyone. If you would love to, I don't know, like rate us and review us on the Apple Podcast app, that would be fantastic. Um, we still have magnets. People can be- choose between yeah. on our Instagram. Uh, there's two of them. One is like a wine colored background. And the other is like a purplish blue. Um, if you would like to rate us and review us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Oh, yes. God, I'm so tired. Um, then uh, please do so. And if you screenshot your review on the Apple podcast yes. app and email it to us at uh, podcast at gmail.com, then um, we will send you a magnet of your choosing. Give us your mailing address, uh, whatever, wherever you would like us to send it. Um, Otherwise, you can find us multiple places. Oh, so many places. places. Uh, Our website is www.chickletbookclubpodcast.com. Our Twitter is at chickletpodcast. On TikTok, you can find us at chickletbookclub. Pinterest, where you can follow our spanking naughty lists and our stunt casting, Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can email us at chickletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us your constructive criticism. Um, Instagram, we are at Chicklet Book Club Podcast. There is a link to YouTube and a link to Facebook. Um, and then also we have a Patreon, which I swear to God we are going to come up with levels with this year. We are doing it. I have some ideas. Oh. Oh, I'm excited. I'll tell you about them. I wrote down some ideas. Um, but right, so yeah, uh, that's thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. We're always grateful to you. We would love to hear from you if you have any feedback for us. If there's books you want us to talk about, more than happy to take suggestions. Um, most of all, just thank you to everybody who has listened to this podcast in the last year because it's been super fun. Super fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Cool. How do we end this thing? (laughs) In the most annoying way possible. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I love you and I'm so tired. Me too. (laughs) Fuck you, COVID. (laughs) 